The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, no matter how low things seem, no matter how bad things are going, no matter how shitty of a day you had at work, always remember this one thing that will cheer you up every time. At least you're not R. Kelly. Huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'd be going away for 30 years, folks. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what episode would we be on in 30? Like, Okay. Can somebody in the chat figure out what episode <clears throat> of the podcast we'll be on when R. Kelly gets out? Because we'll do we'll dedicate that episode preemptively to R. <laughs> Kelly. Fuck. We might not even be doing the show in 30 years. Probably will be. But we're going to make you a guarantee <laughs> that we'll assemble to celebrate his not even celebrate, just be like, hey, it's been 30 years, <laughs> fuck it. That man shuckling in the background is the last standing Simone. Big rig, Nick Utah. Well, it's also important to remember that it costs it costs more to make Lightyear than Top Gun Maverick. But yeah, Top Gun Maverick has made a billion dollars over the world. I just love how Disney knows how to just take a lot and turn it into a little. It's the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do with a business these days. And finally, we're joined by American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Just uh, remember, when you go to do that calculation, that uh, he gets time served for the amount of time he's been sitting in jail waiting to find out how much time he's going to spend in jail altogether. And how long is that Good. so far? I don't know. Do I think it's been two years? Yeah. Two, three years? Maybe something like that. I talked to my mom about this today. She didn't know that R. Kelly was going to jail or currently in jail. She just knew... Like, he had done some stuff back in the day with the sex tape, but didn't know anything else. I was like, yeah, Mom, all that stuff compounded X, Y, and Z, and now he's going to jail for 30 years. She's like, oh, wow, that's something. And that was kind of the end yeah. of it, but <laughs> even my mom was taken aback by that. <laughs> uh, ben Parker says, hey, Jeff, if we get 1,000 likes, will we get a new Good Morning Pop Culture? Sure, because next week, folks, I'm going to be streaming from the Mall of America. That's not a joke. That's not some weird ploy. I'll just so happen to be in the area. So I thought, why not do a couple live streams for you guys there? Shoot some toy videos as well. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, walk, walk around Mall of America, see, see if there's a KB Toys or a Lego or whatever, and just start, you know, streaming and, and, and see what they got, man. I'm just going to try my best not to buy everything in sight because that's the problem with <laughs> the malls. It's like, oh, my God, they got this thing, and it's right in front of me, and... Yeah. Also, also, if the, if that mall happens to have a sharper image left in it, please go to that too. <laughs> it, are those hard to come by, dude? They don't exist anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, anyways. I haven't been to a mall in well, okay. Let me rephrase that. I haven't been to a mall in a week, but they didn't have a sharper image for sure. I haven't been to a mall in Cincinnati in years, and that's the last time I actually saw a sharper image. But those were the best stores to just go and sit in the chairs and play with the stupid shit. Well, because it it, it 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 always felt like they were they were offering you things from the future in their in their magazines. It's just like, oh man, get this, you know, get 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 all this cool stuff. And like the most expensive thing would always be on the front that you could never afford. Like it's it was it was like it was it was always some like you know floating, like floating like uh, UFO in the water that you you know that you could like have have a bedroom in and a, at a fucking barn and shit like that. It was it was so weird how like how they would market their stuff. It was so strange. I got a Razor scooter from the Sharper Image in the year 2001. <laughs> Damn. And was it two, was it $200? When you get one for like for, for, you get one for like 40 bucks at Walmart? It was 
when they were brand new and they were still pricier, but my aunt bought it for me because it was like on sale for 80 bucks. Maybe it was even near 2000 is whenever it came out. Okay. Like they were the hottest things on the planet. I got a I remember, Razor yeah, scooter I remember those things. red wheels. I mean, Dion knows how big I am. I wasn't that much smaller as a kid. I used to roll around on that Razor scooter, dude. It was, uh, Yo, I, that, I would pay to see that shit. Mm. I still have it back home. Uh, was that, was, was that Razor Scooter, was that Razor Scooter as big, as big as your shoe? It pretty much was <laughs> my foot. Really yeah. Just one legged scooting around. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I can't, I can't go very fast on this. I was still scooting. All right. It was cool. I had a Razor Scooter. I thought I was the shit. Uh, <laughs> so folks, if you want to have a trip, take a trip down memory lane, join us over on Iconicon. Where is Iconicon? Iconicon is everywhere. So this morning here on World Class Bullshitters, I had an awesome stream about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the kids show of the 90s, the superhero team of the 1990s. So I was joined by Salvador of Two Cent Toys and my new friend Ken of uh, Ken Collectibles, I believe was the name of the channel. But it was a lot of fun, and folks, you can catch me tomorrow morning. Yeah, this is early for me. It'll be 6 a.m. my time, but that's 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm going to be on a WWF Attitude Era stream over on Sergeant Slaughter's channel. So I'm going to be streaming with Sergeant Slaughter. Nice. Uh, we're going to be talking about the WWF Attitude that's Era. That's awesome, man. That's, yeah, that's cool. Dope so, as fuck. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of a fun. Ask him yeah, why folks. he turned against America before WrestleMania 7. <laughs> Bro, dude i got a whole litany of questions and complaints uh don't worry and if you want to add to that i will say look sir i'm a proud american as you are too but what the hell man uh yeah no but why, why would you become an iraqi sympathizer and hang out with general adnan that just sounds like a bunch of bullshit come on yeah, sarge uh, you're better than that <laughs> fucking love wrestling you got, you got brainwashed goddamn it you got brainwashed I don't know. Man. It was Hulk <laughs> MK MK Ultra got him. That's that's what did it. Actually, if you were gonna, if I was gonna have you ask anything, it would be number one: how satisfyingly or satisfyingly loud was that fucking scepter shot that Randy Savage put onto the Ultimate Warrior at the Rumble? Because he laid that fucking thing in like he he wound up and he was swinging for the fences. And then number two, I would ask him about. Uh, you know, working with the Ultimate Warrior, and how much did that suck? <laughs> um, God, I, I'm just trying to think now. All I'm worried about, actually, is just being up in time, because it's like, all right, oh, we go live at 6 a.m. Shit. I got one more what? thing, Jeff. Yeah. One more thing to ask him in regards to all that. How big is Batista's dick? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that one. God damn it. Right on cue. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, what did, did, did does, does Batista send his dick pics to everybody? He's like, hi, if, if you're WWE, if you ever work for WWE, you're getting a dick pic right now for Christmas. Like, is that what he does? This is, He's oh, like, I yeah. got to put the rumors to everybody's, bed. everybody's number and just fucking like mass text. They all want to know. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Give me what I that, want. That is just a long running joke on Conrad Podcasts. <laughs> what do you think the tenor behind the scenes of the Conrad podcast are right now with all the WWE drama? Do you think there's a reason why they're just taking a hiatus? Uh, yeah, because uh, <laughs> Bruce is just too damn busy, so he can't talk to him. Um, I get, I think he's still putting out the other ones on schedule though. So there's that. Jeff Jared one. I, I just I haven't listened to it in a while. It was really good for for from the beginning all the way up until I stopped listening to it a while back, but. 
maybe like six, seven, eight months ago. But now that he's back with WWE, I hope it doesn't turn into like a shit heap, just like Bruce's uh, video or uh, podcast has turned into since he's gone back to working for Vince. Dude, I have been getting, we've been watching a lot of wrestling getting prepped. I forgot that Money in the Bank is this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Twitter this morning. I would love to tell everyone that we have an awesome WWE segment at the end of the show, but we don't because I couldn't even tell you the damn card. So if somebody sends us any wrestling related <laughs> questions, always please do. Uh, we'll talk about it ad nauseum. But I can't honestly present you with our, t- our. If we get to the end of the show and we're really bored, we'll go like, fine. Maybe we'll look up the card. We'll take a couple predictions. My guess is I'm not going to watch it because I'm going to be doing literally anything else. But. We have a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Uh, guys, before we get into anything uh, super crazy, let's talk about... Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. So, Nick, you have seen Top Gun 2 finally. Yeah. You loved yeah, it. Yeah. It's now the highest grossing movie of the year. Why do you think it made all that money? Because because it, it basically captured what the first one was, just like in HD, I guess. <laughs> But like the, the 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 beginning of the movie really caught, caught me off guard because of like where he was and and what and what he's flying because like and 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 what you know what what he's doing because like he's he's basically pl- he's basically flying a flying a plane for um, Lockheed Martin Skunk Works and if you know what that is you can kind of guess what he's doing and um, it's one of those things like I saw the be- like when I was watching the beginning I was like what the sh- what the hell man. And also the the heat was the heat was danger zone like right in the beginning of the movie like they don't they don't wait till the end it's like right in the beginning. Is um, it the original recording or a remake? It's a remaster. I, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you. Kind of yeah, kind of knows. Oh. Um, but no, I mean it was a wonderful movie. Um, I I understand why people say it's better than the first one. I I understand what the reasoning is. Um, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's really fun. I had a wonderful time watching it. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat sometimes, and it was just a good ride. Never a dull moment ever. Um, and also, I, w- I will I will spoil this though, but Val Kilmer is actually in it. It's not CG; he's actually in it. Ooh, yeah, he's he's actually in the movie. So, yep. Yeah. I will. So, I mean, eventually... they they yeah they did like they did everything right, and there is zero uh, identity politics. Like, there's nothing, no no suggestions or nothing. Just nothing at all <laughs> it's just a movie yeah and the cast is diverse there yeah, 100%, is a 100 percent black guy pilot there is a uh, woman pilot there is i think a second black guy pilot there's a couple of white guy pilots the the two uh, admirals it's john ham and another guy who happens to be a black guy there is other people of not white guy things in this movie but at no po- point do they ever go and run that your face into it to say oh my god look at her she's a woman pilot ain't that great it's yeah, just they, yeah none of that they're all none here. of that they're, they are all top gun graduate students they're all there because of their merits and that's the part that stands out and they never mention any of that shit ever yeah and 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 also the mission that they give them whenever they show you that you know the like the run they have to go is is like when you soon to see that you're just like holy fucking shit they're going to die um, but it's it's a ridiculous mission they have to run. It's so much fun to watch them do it. It's awesome. Yeah. I rewatched Top Gun last night, and it was my favorite viewing ever. 
It's I've always been kind of. I've changed my tune on it, man. I've never like shit on it and hated it, but I've never been as warm on it as I am now. I was like really into it last night, so I'm fucking ready for part two. Um, yeah, highly highly recommend it. Um, it's still it's it, it's still it, it it's funny how like they lost their funding from China. They were never they they, they didn't even I think I don't think the movies allowed in the country. But yet they're going to make a they're going to where they have made a billion dollars globally. It's well, it just it's really you, you don't need China. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's really telling. And also, <laughs> look at Lightyear. Been shunned from fourteen countries, cost more than Top Gun, and nobody watched it. <laughs> Dude, that's like the best part of this whole thing. Um, <clears throat> Top Gun two, they did not pander to China. China was all mad because of the Taiwan flag on the back of his jacket, and they said, fuck you, we don't care if you show the movie or not. And it wasn't the woke, you know, it it didn't carry the message, as they say, in this movie as the banner for why you should see this movie. And it has been incredible. So, like, they, every argument any of these companies would have from here on out, like, oh, the pandemic killed theater-going experiences. No, it did not. Oh, well, you have to do this and this and this to get the Chinese to be on board with the movie so we can sell it to China and make a ton of money in China. The only way we can do it is get into the China market. Uh, no, you don't have to do that either. So good job, Top Gun. Yep, yeah, it, it represents. The door. Yeah. Let's just hope they can continue this type of trajectory in movie making because Top Gun's great. I mean, I can't comment on the film, but I can uh, comment on its success. It's great that it's doing what it's doing. And I hope it doesn't, you know, there's just another movie ready to basically help fans, or audiences escape. Because from yeah. what I've read, it's pretty much escapism, right? The entire time. 100%. Not really pretty much. Down with real yeah. world shit. Nope. No, none okay. of it. None of it doesn't touch on any, any, anything real world, real world at all. It's just, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you know. Him teaching teaching some some kids how to how to how to run this mission that they need to because you know things are about to go sideways and then like you know he has to help them out and then the mission the mission doesn't go as planned but that's really awesome it doesn't and it makes for a really good movie. Yeah, Ender's has seen it four times now. Wow, dude. That, I mean, I I understand that. I might I might go see it again this weekend. Oh, I want to go soon. back. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I might I might try to pick up some IMAX tickets or something like that and see it in like you know, in 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 in, in, in ridiculous IMAX uh, vision or something if I can find some tickets. But yeah, uh, I think oh, we're yeah. gonna go see it Saturday. I got Tuesday off. I'm supposed to take tomorrow off with my fucking uh, bullshit at work. But I'm, I got I moved it to Tuesday. I'm definitely going and seeing it then at least. So I'll at no, least no, no, no. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. That that that, that sucks. You gotta work the weekend, man. That fucking blows. Well, that's all right. I mean, I fucking. Just moved it to Tuesday, but yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta save the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm fully intent on going back to seat again whenever I get back down to old Bruce Sexico. Currently, I am on vacation in the land of the original land of Kendo, and uh, I plan on going to see. Plan on going to see when we get back to town, and until then, I'm just gonna keep listening to the soundtrack because I got my I got it today. I was very excited. Can get my nice. Lady Gaga on. That's actually the least important part of that soundtrack. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's one thing I noticed about about the movie with, with the soundtrack. They kept it very 80s, except for the end when they had her song in the in the movie. And I was like, oh, okay. But even then, like it it didn't deviate too much because her song still had that sound to it. So yeah. it didn't deviate too much. It still kept in the, in that era of like you know 80s stuff. So I was yeah, yeah. I was not mad at it. Man. Yeah. 
for anybody that's curious, the soundtrack opens with the Top Gun like opening credits theme. You know, the bell. That's that part. I I I wanted to get emotional when that started playing really loud in my car today, but I didn't because I'm a fucking man. Um, <laughs> then you get the Top Gun. Then you then you get the Danger Zone. And other than that, it's all just Hans Zimmer. Uh, Harold Faltermeyer like uh, music, except for the Lady Gaga song, which I haven't got to yet. Miles Teller's live rendition of Great Balls of Fire and the One Republic song from when they're playing the football on the beach, which I don't hate. It's, you know, it's an okay little song. I'm not a fan of One Republic, but I don't hate that song. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So they, they, they put in put in a couple new ones. Not too many, but you know they 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 kept it. You know they 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 did a good job. They did a good job. Yeah, it's a bop, as the kids would say. <laughs> I got FOMO now. Because you have Brit- Top Gun. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Wait, no, it's, it's it's a bop. You mean it's brick oven pizza? What 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 does that mean? Uh, yes, yes, it's brick a brick oven pizza. O- it's a brick oven pizza of a song. Very good, Nick. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. But, folks, I'm going to show you guys something because last week we talked about some Wokebuster shirts. Well, this week the other ones are in. But uh, you already know this stuff. Now, for those who have backed the project and you're getting all your stuff early, uh, we will be processing that. We keep you updated. But there are a lot of people that will not be getting their stuff super early because they just backed the book. So I went ahead and got something special for you guys as well as everyone else. We got some Wokebusters pins. So there we go. He's got a rubber backing. Uh, they're going to be sent to you uh, in a few weeks because we have these here. We're going to process everything and send that out to you. So there you go, folks. And also, too, I thought I'd show this real quick um, as I drop it all. But we got Wokebuster slime. Yeah. So there it is. Ooh, nice. Oh, boom. I can actually fit all these in my hand if I wanted to, but nobody cares. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's the, the, there's a Wokebusters update, folks. So go to wokebusterscomic.com right now in the link. Uh, pick a tier and grab your book. So we have a ton of people joining us tonight and a lot of messages. So let's uh, get a couple things out of the way and check in with the audience because you guys are hungry tonight. Now, guys, I wanted to share this real quick because this made me fucking laugh. We... You know, times are tough here in this country, but it seems like things are even rougher in Canada. Have you heard about the news in Canada this week? No. No, not really. Yeah, well, it was rough because a Canadian radio station played Rage Against the Machine for 30 straight hours. Oh. It says. (laughs) Okay. So, fans of the Canadian radio station KISS... FM, who wanted to listen to literally anything but Rage Against the Machines killing in the name of, were out of luck on Wednesday. Because once the station started playing the 1992 protest anthem, it simply never stopped, leaving the song on repeat for 30 hours. <laughs> wait, hold, wait. There are so many questions about this. There are so many questions. Yeah. So many questions. First of all, it, it, it's a radio station, correct? It's, it's just a, a normal broadcast radio station, correct? This is a KISS radio station out of Canada, yeah. Okay, but like... Who's still listening to radio? That, that and and then and then who's listening to radio so much that they got they got miffed by this and then called in and made a complaint? Like where did what, what was the progression of this? Honestly, well, dude, it, it gets crazier. Hold on. So, uh, the outlet reported that the calls to the station requesting other songs were denied in favor of "Killing in the Name," which was written as a battle cry. Uh, the host just took a caller who was sick of it. Uh, after a bit of banter, she asked why they wanted to hear. 
something else. And then they would say, I don't know anything other than, and then they were cut off and launched directly into killing in the name of again. <laughs> well, yeah. That, a that, couple... that, is that, is that, is that what protesting is like, you know, like, like pirate, pirate radio is like in Canada, like just somebody playing killing in the name of for 30 hours. I mean, I can get it if it's like a song that okay. So a couple of years ago, when the Blues were on their playoff run, every time they had advanced to the next round, they'd play Gloria on repeat on Y ninety eight FM, which that's fine. You could tune in and out, and then, you know it was like a celebrational thing. But playing "Killing in the Name of" repeatedly, number one, Raging Rage Against Machines ain't that great. They are pretty highly overrated. So get mad at me if you will, people in the audience. Number two, hey, you want to get Rage in the fight after the gym? Listen to Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, listen to Rage Against Fuck the you, Machine. Fuck you, I won't do what you told me. Yeah, listen listen to the band that's all about fight the man, you know, you know, rebel against the government. Don't do what they tell you to do. H- hate the rich. Guess what they are now? They're rich and they tell you what to do and they're like, oh, do what the man tells you when they had their like little fucking shit a couple years ago. So fuck them. They're a bunch of hypocrites. I didn't realize they sold out. <laughs> yes, they yeah, sold out. a little emotional about it, buddy. I hate they're it. They're no longer the renegades Pete- of funk. No, and because of the fact that I know a bunch of people that still scream about Rage Against the Machines fight the power, it's like, yo, motherfucker, they are the power. They are the rich people you hate. And they're telling well, you what to do, and you're doing it. Well, sometimes you die, you know, you, you die the hero, but I guess, you you know, they live long, live long enough to become the villain, so. Yeah, well, maybe if they didn't suck the whole time, people wouldn't have been hip to their game. <laughs> <laughs> they had some good songs. I won't say they sucked the whole time. Okay, they sucked most of the time. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but that's a like. <laughs> it's so weird that I guess I guess in Canada, Spotify doesn't work too well, or or Pandora, or Apple Music, or Google Music, really or any else? yeah, or anything have else. You, I mean, is there? Have you ever learned anything about Canada? There's still like eight bit up there. Like, oh my god, really? They're, they're just playing Atari. They haven't got the Xbox, the new Xbox yet. Yeah, no. I mean, every time you watch South Park and they represent Canadians, that's not a joke. That's a real thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a real country anyway. That's true. It's just it's just America's hat. Yeah. Even if they do have some really great things like, you know, Tim Hortons and ice hockey, but <sighs> silver linings. Well, I actually have some footage of a phone call. I'm sorry, with the window Canada. for getting a call into Canada is only open once a week. <laughs> Mr. Leo, Mr. Leo. Good day, Your Highness. <laughs> oh god i missed that cartoon that was that was pete kevin smith uh, oh well god it was such a good show that was i'm not even gonna act like i'm embarrassed to have loved it i'm not so folks uh, let's move on from this because I guess I got a million and one things open. Now, oh, we have dude, Ghostbusters news. What's up? That, I love the Clerks cartoon. That's, I do, too. That was fantastic. I'm upset that they only got six episodes. Well, I feel like we got honey-dicked because for years, Kevin Smith would show footage of, like, Flash animation. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. And then there's never any more. I he guess was, that was he the, was trying uh, to he was trying to keep keeping your good graces until you know <laughs> he wasn't anymore. 
I just needed more Jan Silent Bob movies. That's all I ever needed out of Kevin Smith. No He-Man, no Jersey Girl, no Tusk, just Jan Silent Bob. Oh, well. Now, did you guys hear the news about a Ghostbusters sequel coming out in 2023? Yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I, I love Ghostbusters, but I feel like the end cap was Afterlife. That was a good end cap. I mean, yeah, it was, they did have the, you know, the, the, uh, the scenes of the end to kind of keep it going, but I hope, I just hope that was wishful thinking, but I didn't. God damn it, Sony. God damn you. Yes. Yeah, I guess we're all on a agreement. It was the last one was really good. We were all on board. We were done. Yes. Now there's more. Uh, all I'll say is Ghostbusters being around will definitely help Wokebusters. But other than that, I, my personal fandom, like the story's over. Never have I seen them dig up, no pun intended, like an old property and treat it the way I liked it, like they did with Afterlife. I'm sure I'll sing a different tune when I see Top Gun as well. But I was on board. I bought the box set. I was, you know pro ghostbusters that's really what ghostbusters for technically because the third one's the game in my book but there's Fair nothing enough. left to do there's nothing left yeah and yeah it's 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 no. it's weird i mean and and and, and, I'm, and i'm down for i'm entirely i'm entirely down for the cartoon i want to see what that's about hopefully it's good that's all i want but uh yeah i thought we were done with with ghostbusters i was emotionally but there's more now, speaking of emotions, Nick, I thought I would uh, bring this up to pull at your heartstrings. Guess what's coming back? Uh, yeah, I, I know. I know it's coming back, and 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 I know who's also in it as well. So, Nick's favorite production company, Platinum Dunes, is coming back. Oh, They're making Christ. such great. They made such great films as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, the Amityville Horror remake, Friday the Thirteenth the remake, and the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. <laughs> Um, oh, the one where he looks like a burnt fish. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What are they? What, what are they? What, what are they fucking up now? Well, Michael Bay and Brian Fuller are coming back. So it's like, or Brad Fuller, excuse me. So it's like oh. Michael Bay is back. The Platinum Dunes. Are you ready? Oh, good. If he if he if he starts doing his action movies, his nineties action movies again, I'm fine with that. Just do that. Don't do any robot movies. Don't do anything more with bad boys. It's fine. Just give me like more action stuff because I liked. I, honestly, honestly, I wanted to go watch Ambulance and I liked it. Give me more of that. Wait, just, right. Yeah. Just give me more of that. Like make ridiculous action movies so we can all Nick enjoy the wants the explosions. All the explosions. Yes, I want explosions. Yes, I want. I want. I want the explosions and the ridiculous, the ridiculous scenarios you 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 put everybody into. That's what I want. Um, I have lived through all of these Platinum Dune revivals and I've lived through Michael Bay's entire career. I hope he gets better because The Rock was awesome. I can tolerate Armageddon. I'm on board to give... I want to watch Ambulance. I meant to see it in theaters. I just missed it. But Same. he's got... Like, yeah. Dude, fucking Pain and Gain was a good movie. I stand by that one. I enjoyed it was, Pain it and was, Gain. It was, it was more drama than action, but I was, yeah, I was still with it. I was still entirely with it. It might be my favorite rock movie. Still. Because <laughs> he's just doing rails of cocaine, <laughs> and, and you know the real reason why. God. <laughs> why? You know that shirt he's wearing when he's doing the cocaine. That was um, one of his. I don't, like, I don't remember. Shirt. I don't. I don't remember it. I don't remember what. What is it? 
Well, long story short, that was like one of his shirts he wore as a pro wrestler. So it was like a really meta thing because it's like he's oh, in Miami okay, all right. wearing his wrestling gear, not gear, but like the five hundred dollars shirt of The Rock as you know whatever he's playing. So I was like, oh, I'm on board. The Rock wearing a five hundred dollars shirt in this movie, sign me up. And then I end That's up liking awesome. it. I wish, I wish Mark Wahlberg was played by somebody else though. Or let me yeah. rephrase that. I wish Mark Wahlberg's character was played by somebody else. Mark That's Wahlberg fair. played That's... by somebody else is John Cena. <laughs> John Cena, the Mark Wahlberg story coming this summer. Oh, I said John Cena. I guess. Wait, didn't I get rid of the John Cena button? I think I did. A long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. Unless you. Oh, wait. No, I did. Who's that Pokemon? It's John Cena! That's a yeah. ear assault. Are you sure it's not as good as this? See, deal? you ain't you ain't gotta bring that back up. <laughs> you got my secret button. Twenty years of I should be able to hear that shit. <laughs> Wait, are you hope we should make a bet? And if you win the bet, Buffalo Jeff will stay retired until R. Kelly comes out of jail. But if you oh lose my the bet, God. <laughs> <laughs> if you lose the bet. I'm going to take a special trip to Michigan this October for Buffalo Jeff's Halloween special. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> I don't know Buffalo what I'm going to do, Dion. back in a, in a box. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you'll have the nerve. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. De- Dion, Dion has, those, has those, you know, quick reflexes, and his fight or flight, uh, you know, instincts are quite good. So. <laughs> What you do is also, you just get... Uh, <laughs> what? Also, he knows Krav Maga. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> yeah, well... I'm all just I need saying. Is, uh, I'm just saying. All I need is one man and one horse and Dion's toast. <laughs> you, need, you need one mannequin and one, and, one, and, one, and one horse and you're good to go. That's... If we ever make a movie with Dion's nightmare, Nick, what it'll be is it'll be like... Um, <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, where Dion is, you know, all bleary and walking out, and the headless horseman's just like a mannequin, and that fucks with him even more than just the headless man. <laughs> oh no, I've thought of, I've thought of many, many a way to uh, to, to mess with Dion, many many a way, but it, it always involves like five hundred mannequins that I need to like somehow acquire and get and put up and put up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would it would it would require help and money and lots of and lots of fake people. Mm, fake people, my favorite. <laughs> Speaking of fake people, guys, Bob Chapek got an extension for three years. Now, this is the head of Disney. We've talked about that's, Disney that's shit in the bed. Listen, none of, that, none, of that shit, none of that shit surprises me. I'm sorry. They also gave, um, what's her name, an extension as well, even though she was supposed to be fired this week. I swear I heard it somewhere. Yeah, those sources let us down again. <laughs> Kenda, you calling in from a walkie-talkie? I'm about to say, he's he's on airbase with Tom Cruise for Top Gun 2. Yeah, something like that. Kenda's calling in. Over. He's like the Howard Stern show. Um, <laughs> somebody's going to leak some information about a Doctor Doom movie. We're here over. Yeah. Did I hear a diner? <laughs> no. Everything was working just fine. And then all of a sudden, my computer decided it wanted to go even more, you know, downhill. So I'm just like, fuck, I got to run through my phone again. Oh, uh, you know, 
Yeah, over, over, and out. <laughs> roger, roger. Roger, roger. We got Snake and Nate coming in over the treetops. Getting that tree line. <laughs> Charlie's in the wire. <laughs> over. <laughs> well, you know what, folks? This is all part of the plan because we're actually so excited for Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 tonight that we have Kendo calling in from a 1984 walkie-talkie. Isn't it awesome, folks? We we're that yep. in depth. We love pop culture so much that we want to. I will try to get this fixed. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Roger. Oh man. Um. Is it really that bad? Because if it is, I might keep doing it just to troll everybody. But I also don't want to kill the audience. Over. <laughs> You should say over after every time you speak. So, okay, we can make that the gimmick. The, the Kendo's on location gimmick, and he forgot his fucking microphone wire, and his internet is not good. Over. Yeah, there it is. Read loud and clear, Ghost Rider. Lead your ride and clear. Excellent. Pattern is full. Over. <laughs> so, uh, look. Disney loves, loves to shoot itself in the foot. Dion, you talk about the taste of the shotgun barrel that it keeps in its mouth. So we every week we hear a new news story about something Disney does that seems antithetical to what we like to call success. Businesses like to operate where they make money and grow. But Disney likes to do weird things that make them look good to certain types of people and then not bring in money. Or they like to do something that's even a bigger problem. They like to make entertainment that no one gives a shit about because they're tired of bad, lazy tripe. They're, they're uh, whatever, they're bad. They're tired of all this garbage that you want to just feed us. Like, the real reason Lightyear failed wasn't a lesbian kiss or being out of certain markets. It's because it's an expensive-ass movie that's got a confusing premise. I've talked to a handful of people, and every time somebody goes, what's that one about? Is it the live-action toy, this, that, and the other? That's where you lost it, Disney. You didn't help yourself with trying to sell that lesbian kiss which apparently is another blinking you miss at moment, but no, no, this is your M.O., and this is your fucking boss, and guess what? He's back for three more years, boys, so we're going to either <laughs> laugh at Disney each and every week, or we're going to watch him go out of business, and then we're going to laugh at them forever, because Dude, this I would, is like, I would, I would love, I would love nothing more than to see Netflix and Disney crumble to nothing. I really would. That I mean, would be... We're, I mean, we're, as long as we're talking about crack dreams, I want to randomly win a billion dollars uh, <laughs> and move to South Beach. Like, like D- Disney's just at the place where it's, you know, they, they hedge their bets. And, and Lightyear was, a, I guess, one of those weird ones where it's like, uh, we don't want it to fail, but we're going to try to do everything that Twitter wants us to do and then not make the movie good and not confusing and you know they thought it was gonna be an easy layup and it wasn't you know the movie just wasn't good i mean you know especially now seeing how you know that historic drop and then damn why why didn't you guys just make a make a movie you know and it, and they lost a lot of money and here you have with top gun it's like we're gonna focus on being a movie we're gonna do the correct things make an interesting story boom a billion fucking dollars Agreed. Rod, Rodgers, Rodgers, uh, agree on that point there, uh, Dion410. Um, just nobody wanted a Lightyear movie. At no point did anybody yeah. say, we, we want this movie about Buzz Lightyear, the actual guy who was the inspiration for the toy. Oh, and we're going to have somebody that's not Tim Allen do the voice. It's like, there's two wrong things with that entire scenario. 
and then you know we're going to make sure that it doesn't get shown in a bunch of other countries because the message and what we want to put in our entertainment that you're going to love and go see regardless over <laughs> one thing one thing i do love is that tom hanks was in the elvis movie and he he did better than Lightyear. <laughs> oh yeah and the elvis yeah. movie cost like a lot less didn't we look oh it up? fuck yeah it cost a lot Lightyear less 200 million dollars yeah, I think I think I remember seeing that Top Gun was like 170 or something like that, and I was just like, wow. Even 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 with 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 real with with real you know real planes, still cost less. Still cost less. Real planes make more money than fake spacemen. <coughs> Boom. And sometimes practical is better. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The only place I'm okay with CGI, not okay, okay, like, let me rephrase it. I'm not like one of these weird purists, like, I won't watch a film with CGI. Come on, that's stupid. Everything's made with a computer these days. But I like when they'll use it to augment nature. And so you can basically make your actors look like they're in the past without having to build sets and do shit like that. And if it's not integrated right, I don't like it. But that's my favorite use of CGI, when they can make the environments look like you go places you never could imagine of going. The only problem yeah. is when you get like, <coughs> and I hate to be that guy, but like nowadays, some of the Marvel movies honestly look like they're just standing in a big arena made of green screen and acting and they just don't light it right anymore or they rush through it or something, but they look lesser. I rewatched Doctor Strange the other day and the complaints we had about a couple of the effect shots still hold up. And other than that, it's still a stunning movie, but why are you guys so you have like too many holes, Disney. And now this Mr. Bob Chapek is back for more. So, <clears throat> Dion, what's going to happen first? Disney goes out of business or Avatar 2 comes out? Uh, <laughs> probably them going out of business. That's how far far away it is. You know, I, I'm feeling pretty good about that one. My sources Same. got me feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, I mean, I would, I, yeah, I would, I would, I would love once. Yeah, I would love for them to go out of business, but I guess that, that, that ain't going to happen. Um. I know, I, I know they were trying to move, <clears throat> move every, move all their operations to Florida because it was easier, and then you know they screwed that up. Um, and then with them raising their prices, especially now, that's really going to help them out, um, especially with that hotel that nobody's going to. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun stuff, man. A lot of fun stuff they're doing. They're making really good choices for everybody. Wait till wait till we talk about the five thousand dollar drink. Yeah, folks, it's not a joke. There's Mother one drink fucker, five thousand dollars. Read my lips. What? It's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that's one of our that's one of our first drinks or one of our first topics for tonight. So, uh, Dion, since you're confused one of our first by this, yeah, I'm about to need a drink to get through this fucking topic tonight. Uh, do me a favor, um, pick it up between one and sixty nine, Dion. Uh, give me a good old fashioned sixty nine. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Thanks, Rock. So our first message comes from our friend, uh, where's the tab? Oh yeah, here we go. From our friend Cesario Japan with a super generous super chat. He says, the high school that Chelsea Handler went to is now ignoring her due to her activities. Probably wishes they had a porn star to be an alumni instead. On that same note, I went to the same high school that Nautica Thorne attended. I had to Google who Nautica <laughs> Thorne was because I was like, She I is a porn star. Is. Yeah, I assumed as much, and then I saw pictures of her, and I went, oh, she is a porn star. So, yes. Over. Over. <laughs> roger, roger, yeah. And before anybody says anything, I know about her being a porn star from a short-lived but wonderful show that I don't remember what channel it was on, but it was like 10, 12 years ago called My Barrel Lady, where they took porn whores, and then they put them in situations where they had to, like, 
actually, you know, do a job that didn't require laying on their back. And um, <laughs> the the first season was where they took they took the, the they took I think Nautica Thorne was in that season, and they took them to England where they had them try out to be like in Romeo and Juliet on the actual stage, like in a theater. To actually, so essentially, they tried to get them to learn how to do real acting, not you know, moaning acting. Over. <laughs> That's a long, <laughs> elongated way of saying just you couldn't remember the name of Bangbus. <laughs> how could anyone forget the name of Bangbus? It's such a great premise. Oh, yes, man. it's very classic, along with fake taxi. Over. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. and re- and and what was the other one? Re- Real sex. That was another one. on HBO. Yes. Yeah. Now, oh, not those, to be confused those with weird, talk those sex weird with Skinamax, those weird Skinamax shows were, were were wild back then, dude. They were fucking wild. We had the internet, but th- those uh, they, were they movies shows. I don't know how you described what they were, but they were. They were I there. guess. I guess. I guess docu series would I, that, that might be a way to explain it. What was your favorite one, Nick? Um, jeez, I think I, I think I think the 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 real fake taxi was was my favorite. That that some of because like some of the shit they would talk about was just like like sometimes really fucking horrifying, and it was some cop recounting something or or like some EMS person recounting something, and I'm just like I was I was like oh, I'm scarred for life. I'm entirely scarred for life now. Well, thank you, Cesario Japan, for scarring Nick again. Uh, reminding him of the scarring, but I didn't know what do they mean like Chelsea Handler's activities? Is she like just do they not like her comedy or something? Is like, well, she's I, I guess she's with Joe Coy, and like she's just so outlandish with everything. Like, like, like her now her oh. whole gimmick is that hey, I married a Filipino guy. I'm all about Filipino people. And da, 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 da. It's like, damn girl, you're just doing too much. I am offended. Over. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's just like I don't... calm down we get it like it's cool that you know it's cool that you're married to the dude who his entire sets are all about his his mom and how she talks but like we get it like it's, it's cool that he's asian we get it damn it 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 it, it, ha- it happens every time a white woman marries marries an, an ethnic every every goddamn time i swear it's just, it's just how it is, man. Well, it's like one of those badge of honor things. It's like I've, I've married somebody that is not white like me. I'm one of the cool people now. I can say the jokes and, and say things, and, and I'm part of their culture now. It's like, no, because I'm pretty sure that I don't consider myself part of the culture at all, and the only jokes I make is about her accent and how she pronounces things all fucked up sometimes. Over. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was just waiting for that one. <laughs> um. Thank you, though, Cesario Japan, for your very generous super chat. Cesario Japan also sends another one that says, thoughts on the WWE signing Logan Paul? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we knew it was coming after that WrestleMania match. Uh, Over. The fact that he didn't shit the bed at WrestleMania meant we were going to see more Logan Paul because he didn't shit the bed. Um, personally, I will not be... Wait, yeah, why am I, I mean, surprised? He's... he's in the fucking video game this year. This yeah, I mean, I mean, mean he's, he's probably, he's, he's probably going to buy WWE for like two Bitcoin or like... Four, four Pokemon cards. I don't know. Something like that. Well, the Bitcoins ain't worth what they used to be, and I'm assuming them po- Pokemon cards have gone down, too, because, well, you know, everything has gone down in price, except for, you know, actual stuff that you really need, like, you know, gasoline, milk, bread. That's all gone up. Over. 
Yeah, $4 for a gallon of milk is not my favorite thing. Over. But, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised, but I will say that I'm not, like, excited or hyped by Logan Paul. It's Logan Paul, man. I think we're all a little too old for... Excuse me. We're all a little too old for that guy, so what's it going to do for us? We're going to watch wrestling and go, maybe Randy Orton will come back. And then I realize Randy Orton's been around for 20 years. Shit. Wrestling hasn't made a new star in so far. Look... MJF is good, but he's a couple years away from being pro wrestling's mainstream megastar. CM Punk has never been as big of a star as the Marks wanted to make him out to be. Daniel Bryan, a great wrestler, was never the mainstream star that people think he is. Like, there hasn't been a superstar in wrestling in for fucking ever. And so Logan Paul signing on, it's like, you're bringing in an outside star. Back in the day, you bring in an outside star. You got wrestlers that are so good. Put it like this, Mike Tyson. No matter what your opinions are of Mike Tyson, he was an A-list guy. Put him in wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin could hang with him. Shawn Michaels yep. could hang with him. Now, and he yep. was the, a real, like, deal. You get a guy like Logan Paul who's an internet celebrity who maybe he fights or trains or whatever, but he's not Mike Tyson. He doesn't have the same appeal. He never had the same impact. And you just get well, – he's, like, a bigger deal than the wrestlers, but that's the problem because the wrestlers are supposed to have, like, equal footing with these outside stars. Like, when Mr. T came to the WWF in 1985, Hulk Hogan was just as big of a deal. Like, it made sense to pair the biggest stars up. Uh, like, who... John Cena's an actor now. He's not a wrestler. Is he going to come back to fight with Logan Paul or something? Like, that's the only I thing know, I can think of that's unless money. It's con- unless it's contractually... Tra- contract I mean, I mean, if they were to build it the right way, I, you know, I'd somewhat follow it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fuck Logan Paul the person, but... No, I'm yeah. I mean, if he's if he's if he's doing it for real, you know, shit, more power to him. But it's if, if, if it's as good as his WrestleMania spot was, I check it out. Yeah, his his WrestleMania match was a lot like Justice League movie. We were waiting for it to completely fall apart and go to go off the rails and shit the bed, and it never completely did. And then the funny thing is, they had the Miz fucking hit him with the skull crushing finale as a way for the Miz to like turn heel and get sympathy on Logan Paul and make him the baby face. It's like, are you aware of who Logan Paul is? That's not going to work. If anything, it's going to get the Miz cheered. 10-4. I know. I was cheering for him. Good buddy. Whew. Jesus. Yeah, it, over. It, it, yeah, it's, it, it's just, yeah, it, it just, it's just really weird. As soon as I heard that, I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess it's, I guess a spot, um, during uh, WrestleMania was was good. That's why they signed him. But did, is that is that just them being desperate? Like they, they need viewership be, so. so they can they, you know they can do something. I guess I don't know. It's called the quest for relevancy. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Ninja Lawyer Steve, you're you are next. But our friend Sa Troubles Eight says I'll take a Joe Rogan motorcycle and a horses for Dion. Well, uh, SH Rebels 08, I will press that in a minute, but I'm surprised you didn't send in a word of the day. Guys, it feels weird not having a word of the day this week. Um, what's a good word of the day? While you think of that, I'll, uh, I'll press those buttons. So first off, a Joe Rogan motorcycle for our friend SH Rebels 08. Uh, ask and you shall receive here on World Class Bullshit. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. My God, oh my God. Oh my god.
Why was that one so long? What the fuck? It just <laughs> seems longer every time you see it. Every over. week I had another second. Over. <laughs> Wouldn't that be really petty if I did something like that? It would be. And a lot of It'd times be funny, though. Back, come back to me, I'll be fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a shit I real just... quick. I'll be back. <laughs> When we get to the year 30 episode when R. Kelly's out of jail, actually, we have the number from our friend Primer who says, WCBS episode 1,873, R. Kelly fresh out of jail. <laughs> should, we start, should we start selling t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. But, we could do that. If we honestly wanted to, we could sit down and try to figure out the exact calculation. And then we could, you know how like they had the countdown to the Y2J? We could have like the countdown to uh, you know free R-, or R Kelly, free R K. I don't know. We could come up with something. We don't want to. We're not saying the phrase free R Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'm not excited for him to get out of jail. I just think it's really fucking funny to make a T-shirt for something that's going to happen in 30 years. Like, who has? It's like a fucking time capsule. I don't even think he'll make it 30 more years. I don't think so either. I wouldn't bet on it. Um, well, we should bet on it. I'm just joking. Uh, Enrique Vasquez, what is up? He says, hello, WCBS, listening to you guys while driving. I also had a Razor scooter, but was made fun of because of my size. I said I was too big for it. Well, Enrique, we've talked a couple times in person. Uh, we've had a lot of similar experiences. And yeah, I was my foot was the size of the entire Razor scooter platform. So I was definitely too big for it. I have a scar on my leg from riding one of those things. I'll tell that story another day. It involves a rubber snake and Pokemon League. But they were fun, man. <laughs> I was never one of those lame people to wear like a visor and ride a scooter, but I did ride a scooter. Oh, God. Those. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I remember that for a minute. Oh, fuck. You know who wore a visor, right? Yeah. John Cena. Yep. <laughs> so, so lame. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, saw Top Gun Maverick and everything everywhere all at once in a double feature. You had a great day. Oh, it was my second time seeing both. That's a good double feature. Yeah, he's never done that before, he says. That's good, man. John Thomas says, gee, imagine a military movie that looks like a military and pilots are competent, and that's why they're there. Saw it three times now. Good movie, make money, woke crap sucks. Well, John Thomas, thank you very much for your super chat. It seems to be the case, man. It's just a good movie that people are ready for. And no one's saying nostalgia is, you know, too strong. They're just saying, hey, it's a solid flick. Yeah, man. It's it's wonderful. And uh, Xavier to God, before we get into our next subject, folks, which is the $5,000 Star Wars drink. And I mean that correctly, a drink. Jeff, I enjoy the 80s morning stream. It woke me up and I got through work in the morning when I first watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and stopped with the new Rangers midway. Oh, thank you for joining us this morning, Xavier to God. Folks, I was joined by Salvador of Two Cent Toys and Ken of uh, Ken. Was it Ken Toys? I don't want to keep butchering the name, but Ken's a cool dude. Uh, he's been streaming with Sal for quite a bit. And uh, yeah, we had a great stream this morning. So folks, check us out here on the channel. But uh, guys, I want to talk about something that we love to joke around here. 
We have talked about the Disney Star Wars vacation that costs an arm, a leg, your firstborn, your pension, your 401k, all of that combined. That is the price to stay at the Star Wars vacation spot for less than two days. You don't even get full 48 hour experience. But in these trying times, Disney now has the gall to sell you a $5,000, and that's not a joke, $5,000 cocktail. Yeah, all right, man, jerk somebody else off. This is bullshit. I need, I need $5,000, not $2,000 thing, man. Don't do this to me. Look, don't be unreasonable. You're not dealing with Johnny Bananas. Come on. Yeah, no, man, I, I, I know I ain't dealing with Johnny Bananas, but can I have my money? Can, you, no, look, can I say it slow for you? Look, I need $5,000. Read my lips. $5,000 is what I need. Seriously. That was That's how that outrageous was... that is. And that and, is an and you and you say Disney employee. Yeah, and, and, and you say it's it's it, it's it's a singular drink. Well, you ready to hear about it? Let's let's do yes, it. Yes, because I would like to know what's what's in this drink to make it worth five thousand dollars. If you drink it, is there a Rolex at the bottom? <laughs> Over. That's the ten thousand dollar drink. Oh, okay. So the hyperspace lounge aboard the Star Wars. Which, oh, sorry, this is not the hol- this is the, the, the cruise ship, excuse me. Sorry. This hyperspace lounge aboard Star Wars Wish cruise ship is serving the rarest, most valuable cocktail from the Star Wars galaxy, but it'll set you back $5,000. The big ticket beverage appeared in a video on social media showing exactly what you'll be getting for all those credits. The drink arrives at the table encased inside of Camtana, the security container used for storing valuables in the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett, and is unveiled with a touch of a button and a twist of the rope. Basically, it's the fucking ice cream machine from The Empire Strikes Back. They're gonna bring you a fucking five thousand dollar drink in what? What? What's the black guy's name that runs out with the fucking ice cream maker? I used to know it. Like it's that Dion. Can you believe that that thing is five thousand dollars? Okay, okay, that's that's, that's fine. But what's in the drink? Like what? What is the drink? Right. Oh, you want more? Oh, uh, sorry. His name is Will Rosehood. I had to look blood. that up. Oh, it's it's gonna be blood. So the drink itself. Where are we at? Um, much like the props used on screen, blah blah blah. It's a five thousand dollar concoction, officially known as the Kyber Crystal. Um, oh, it doesn't actually list the ingredients. People have been been speculating about what might be in the cocktail for its hefty price tag. Fanbite pointed out that one popular hypothesis is Remy Martin's Louis XIII Cognac, which typically costs around $3,000 to $4,000 a bottle, or some other high-quality liquor that's also possible for more than a standard top-shelf <laughs> liquor being presented in a novel way. Now, no, it's just, it's, just fucking, it's just fucking pink vanique. That's all it is. Right. I was going to say, Ken, Kendo's theory is this. It is the bottom-shelf shit that they just stir together and throw a bunch of sugar in to make you think it's high-quality stuff over well would you like to hear how big the drink is sure sure yes it is the size of three shot glasses for fu- go fuck yourself okay okay so basically it's 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 basically three ounces then roughly maybe the greatest maybe thing you ever fucking tasted Oh God! Unless un- unless un- unless a Twi'lek is gonna give me a golden shower, I don't I don't want this fucking thing. Thirsty, oh, thirsty. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that would be worth five thousand dollars. This isn't. None of this. So you're saying that you would like to be pissed on for you would spend five thousand dollars to get pissed on by a woman in a costume that are dressed like a Twi'lek? No, no, no. Folks, actual, no, no, we no, know no, it no, now. No, 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 no. An actual Twi'lek. An actual Twi'lek. <laughs> You know those are fictional 
characters, right? That they don't exactly. Well, exist. for five thousand dollars, Disney can fucking make one, okay? Folks, that that's right there. We we don't need any more innovations on this planet. We don't need a cure for cancer. We don't need any of that shit. We need to learn how to genetically engineer a Twi'lek. Over. Well, I, I agree. Do you guys want to watch the foot some footage of the drink being delivered? Yes. Fuck no. That, that, that's just gonna <laughs> piss me off. Let's see, see how bullshit this is. Let's see how bullshit this is. All right, here we go. Here we go. Chase, and welcome on board of Disney Wish. Oh, you, go fuck yourself. That guy can fuck off. So, That's <laughs> so wild. for this, so for this thing that I could probably find on Etsy for cheaper, um, and it would probably do the exact same thing. They're charging five grand, motherfucker. You keep the fucking case that you did that just popped open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I do I get to no. keep that fucking container and the cups and the glasses and my dignity? How much is the fucking smoke? Jesus. You don't get to keep anything except for the fucking shitty-ass video and photo opportunity that you get to have to share with your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren about how you pissed away half of their inheritance. <laughs> I went to Star Wars Land at Disney World, and now you're not going to college. Sorry. Like, why? Can somebody the tell fuck? me where the appeal in this is? Like, where does Disney think that this is a good idea? We're bitching about $4 listen, listen, milk. What's, what's going what's gonna to happen is they're going to have a bunch of these sit, sitting in the back and they're going to do another fucking study about like, well, why did nobody buy this? We need to do another, exactly. another research about, about how nobody wanted a $5,000 drink. Why did nobody want a $5,000 drink? It's a $5,000 drink. It should, should want it. It's like, is, are you so goddamn removed from everybody in the world yeah. that you don't see how like this is not going to fucking sell and make any, mo any, any money and how ridiculously shitty you look by doing this? Yeah. This is clearly not for regular people. They do not want you and Mama Jones to go to fucking Disney World. They want fucking Mr. and Mrs. Esquire fucking real estate moguls to come to this shit. They don't it's not I mean, for regular fans. Yeah, and and, and 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 that's how it's been ever since uh ever since the pandemic ended. Because remember they said they were they were upping their prices too for their parks. They're not lowering them, they're upping them. So they really they're really trying to get a certain clientele. And they're not really including everybody, even though they want everybody included in their fucking movies that nobody's going to go watch. It's fucking, like, their message is all over the place. It doesn't make sense. You know what I want? You know how all those people were, like, pissing and moaning on Twitter when Elon was going to buy Twitter? And they were like, that money he spent, it could have cured so many kids of hunger. I want those people to go stand outside that fucking theme park. And when somebody's laying down $6,000 to go on their little space cruise and buy $5,000 booze, I want them to say the same shit to those people. I do too. You know what? I really, I really, I really am. I really want to look on Etsy for somebody who who's made something like this and try to buy it for less than five grand. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be less than that. I'm really sure it'll. Dude, be. what you do is you buy it for less than five grand, and then you just sit outside the fucking uh, Disneyland right there, and you just offer to sell those drinks to people for a grand. Be like, look, this go. is way cheaper than inside the park. Everybody knows all the shit costs more inside. That's why you got to get it outside. But I'm sure that somebody's gonna make that and sell it, yeah, sell it on there or something. Because yeah, so, so for for presentation's sake on this fucking cruise. By the way, um, what, what is it? D Disney does Disney does a carnival cruise, right? Is that's their that's their thing, right? Anybody know? I think I don't follow their family packages. I don't call one hundred four zero seven W Disney or whatever it is. 
<laughs> but yeah, even then, like, uh, yeah, I. So you're on the you're you're stuck you're stuck you're stuck on this fucking floating in the middle of the water and you're gonna pay five grand for a goddamn drink like that. Uh. Look at this in the chat. Make a bootleg Star Wars drink and call it the holiday special. <laughs> listen, listen. It, w- once again, I'm sure I'm sure somebody can make that for it for, for a reasonable price on Etsy. That's going to not be like once. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do it. Somebody's gonna do that. Calling it the it, holiday it, special would have made a hell of a lot more sense. Like that at least could have somewhat hit it in a joke. But just straight up five thousand dollar drink on a fucking Disney cruise. That's insane. That's insane. The joke would at least I, been funny. Yeah, it's about as you know waste of fucking money as the holiday special actually was because no one's gonna get this shit. Ah, dude, it's so it's so fucking stupid. It is. It's. They really like Disney. Disney. Disney loves like blowing that shotgun barrel so much until they actually like accidentally hit the trigger. Um, they really fucking love that shit a lot. Holy crap! They do. It. I'm just. I'm honestly blown away. My silence is me being blown away that this exists. You go on a cruise. Yeah, cruise is like a maybe before the pandemic. Already expensive. You you know, a thousand bucks. Yeah, cruises are already expensive, and then you add tech this bullshit on. Oh god! I just if hear hear me out for a second. This is brand confusion at its finest. If Star Wars is a kids brand, and you're not allowed to critique the movies or shows, but then they make five thousand dollar alcoholic drinks on cruises that are prohibitively expensive, and they make all of the highest end shit priced out for kids. Like kids can't afford to do this shit unless you're like. I don't know unless you got parents that are rich or don't know how to fucking handle money. Because if you're buying it, if you make X amount of dollars, you're not going to drop $400 on a lightsaber for your kid. Like, I don't even understand where Disney can get off charging all these prices at Disney World when your average Star Wars consumer who knows something like we do can just go buy a fucking licensed lightsaber for a tenth or a fourth of the price from a store. Like, I don't even get the appeal of Star Wars at Disney World. It's like... You know, you go to Disney or these theme parks, like when I was a kid, you went there and you could ride the Back to the Future ride and then you could go to the Back to the Future store. And that was amazing. You can just go to, you could just go to Toys R Us or Target or Walmart or Best Buy and get all this Star Wars shit. So what's the appeal of going to Disney? It doesn't look as good as the other stuff. It's more expensive. It's a crappier quality. Like, please, somebody out there in the chat, tell me why I should go to Disney and do these things. Spoiler alert, you don't have to. I, I'm just confused, man. I'm laughing though. I'm enjoying their. No, no, it is. It is. It, it is. It, it is funny to see, like, just once again how they're just they don't get they've missed the mark entirely by yeah. by, by 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 you know ten parsecs. Um, and if it's they just care re- about the fans. It's all for the fans, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. All for the all for all, all for the all for the fans who have the who have the black American Express card, apparently. I don't know, man. It's so so. You're banking on that, like some, like a few, a few assholes are going to buy it once in a while. Is it enough to make? Is it enough to make a return on? Is the question. That's the real question because their hotel is not making a fucking return at all. So well, I don't think. What's going to happen? Well, realistically, you have to think they're not investing all this money to make this five thousand dollar drink. They're just yeah, but I mean, like they yeah, no, but I mean, they're, they're hoping it's going to be a thing because people are going to take pictures like these, like these jackals here. They're going to have video of it and this whole thing, and people are going to want to do it. But when you see that fucking price tag, you're just going to be like, "Yeah, fuck that. It's not worth it." 
it's not worth the the, the I guess the internet cloud or the Instagram cloud or whatever the hell it is to do it. It's like it ain't fucking worth it, man. It ain't, it ain't working. <laughs> it's not worth that at all. No. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to say about this five thousand dollar dream before we start talking about James Bond and other stuff tonight? Yeah, it's for the fans, man. The, the fans are gonna love that shit. It's fucking uh, five thousand dollar drink. I can't wait to get one. I'll have two myself. I, I, I guess we're all selling our kidneys to get this drink. Is that what's happening? Well, guys, I have some good news. I found an article about the most expensive, valuable Star Wars pieces of merchandise. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at them and I'm going to see what I need to sell out of my fictional collection to just get one sip of this Star Wars drink. And so one sip is, you know, the drink. So five grand. So you can get vintage. Um, I don't want to disable my ad blocker. Fuck you. Well, you can get stuff like Snaggletooth. You can get a double telescoping lightsaber. You can get a vintage in the box. You can basically get a set of 12 figures for the price of this drink. Like, if you're a Star Wars toy collector, you definitely would rather have that. Yeah, and, and that's probably a better investment than this fucking drink because at least if you have that for $5,000, it'll it'll appreciate in value over, over the years and you can sell it for more later. So I'm just trying to think, like, for example, Nick... The most expensive stuff from Star Wars, like the most expensive toy according to this list, is a vinyl caped Jawa listed at $16,000. So you could get three point whatever drinks, or you could just, I don't know, get a Jawa, something that'll hold on forever. I just, I think what really sticks with me is the fact that you're paying all this money for something that goes away. Like, Dion, I called back to you for this one. You and I have had thousands of beers together. Do you remember... A specific one, yeah, you might remember like in a Founders or like in a Lagunitas right. or this or that. But for fuck's sake, mm-hmm. you don't remember what you paid for each one of those. And you know for sure that the most expensive beer you ever drank wasn't the best one because you don't remember it. It's like, what right. did you do? I paid 20 for a beer. It wasn't that good. If you paid $5,000 for a fucking drink, you'd probably kick yourself, man. Well, well think about what you're saying. Fucking, you know, $20 beer. Like, th- like that's seen as excessive. Like, I have bought some beers that are... You know, 15 bucks. You know, it's like, oh, I do remember that. That was a really good beer that one time I got it when I was in that one place. But that scene is excessive. 15 bucks, 20 bucks, fucking 5,000. Like, super rich people, like, they like expensive drinks, but a $5,000 drink that's only because it's of of a fucking gimmick? That's insane. The booze they probably use isn't more than 150 bucks. That's insanity. It's ridiculous, dude. It's highway robbery. Well, it's high seas robbery. It's pirating. It's piracy. There you go, folks. Disney is. This is how Disney's getting back at you for pirating all their movies. They're gonna rob you blind with five thousand dollars. Fuck! I shouldn't have downloaded that car. <laughs> I learned the heart. Dion, you're the reason why everyone out there is paying so much for yep. stuff. Fuck! Uh, you downloaded the phone. Disney finally got me. The funny no, thing is that. that if you were to download a car these days, if you had a 3D printer, you could probably build the car. Correct. <laughs> Wait, how long do you think until Elon Musk sells like a th- a 3D printer version of his Tesla patent? It's like, all right, folks, you're gonna download um, the give it, file uh, give it, give it, give it, give it 18 months. 18 months, he'll 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 have it made. He'll, it'll, it'll be Dude, a thing. Yeah, I, 3D printing a Tesla is a fast way of getting one, unless you actually are faster than actually ordering a Tesla because. I know people that have ordered Teslas, and it's like a year and a half, and they still haven't gotten them. See, here's what'll here's what'll ha- here, here's what'll do. You, you you can three D you can three D build the body, and then you got to buy the batteries from him. 
That's what he'll do. He'll do he'll do the thing that Apple does. That's brilliant if you think about it. Like yeah. the hype of the first self-printed self-made vehicle. Like back in the day, Sears used to sell, I believe it was Sears. They had a catalog house. It was like a kit and they would it was like a prefab type of house and it would come with, you know, so many screws, so many pieces, blah 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 and you would have this generic house. And so that was a big deal back in the day. Just think of the first like, hey, I'm going to go on Amazon and order a fucking car. And then it comes and you build it and you 3D print it and shit. Like, what a weird... Like, the only thing I guess you have to sad, buy would be like, yeah, tires. And, and, and like, I, I should say sad, but like the, 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 the wonderful thing is that you're not far off from... Like, we're really not far off from that in all reality. Like, it's not... You know, yeah. It's 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 closer than you think. I mean, we're already 3D printing houses, so... Yeah, cars are just... It's, it's going to be another thing, man. I think we're going to stick with our Star Wars topics. We'll talk about the Obi-Wan Miss Marvel thing in a minute because it'll be a perfect transition from this. But one more time, folks, watch this. This is the $5,000 Star Wars drink. <laughs> oh, man. God. Um, you know what we should do? Hmm. We should come up with a list of things that would be better usages of people's $5,000 as opposed to buying this drink. Like well, I have one. Do you, Kendo? Yeah, um, go to Whataburger and get the number one with a Dr. Pepper milkshake and then pocket the remaining $4,985. <laughs> I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. And while you've pocketed that money, you should go over to Shop WCBS and get yourself a RoboCoke Lines of Justice shirt or an Only Turd shirt. <laughs> They're moving. I, I look at the little analytics and I'm like, there are multiple people out there wearing Only Turd shirts. Like... A little only turds army. Yeah, well, so well, folks, well, join it. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, if you if you have those shirts, please uh, take pictures and send it to us on Twitter and Instagram. We will share those across our social media because uh, you, we, we we love that shit. You can buy one of everything from Shop WCBS and that number one large with the big do uh, Dr Pepper milkshake. Make sure you get plenty of spicy ketchup and still have like. Four thousand nine hundred dollars left over, or something like that. It might be less than that. I don't know how much stuff we got on there. I haven't looked lately, but you'll at least feel better about yourself because you'll have something tangible you can hold on to. Not the what a burger meal, obviously that you'll lose in about twelve hours, but you'll at least have all this wonderful merchandise as opposed to I drank this five thousand dollar drink at the Star Wars thing. Aren't I really cool? It's like no, shut up, Virgin, broke Virgin now. <laughs> Well, I have another way to spend some of that money, and I think it's pretty attractive, too. See, somebody has been to the WCW School of Theme Songs. Yeah. Change it just I mean, enough to where you can't get fired or, or get sued, but we know what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. So that was the perfect transition for me to step away for just a second, folks, and to get back with each and every one of you. So, up next, we have one from our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve. It's from a minute ago. He goes, blah, blah, blah. Don't forget the stuff I sent you. You know the drill. 
Don't worry, Ninja Lawyer Steve. I already have it pulled up right here. You sent me three buttons and a straight out of Asgard thing, which I will definitely show. But I just wanted to let you know that I didn't forget about you. So let us uh, let me refresh this real quick, too, so we can keep this going. We also have another one from our friend, Kevin Castillo, right here next. Put the horse lotion in the basket, Dion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Hot Cheetos 69 says, My girlfriend and I saw Elvis. We highly recommend. Have you guys right. heard anything about Elvis, the film? Uh, I've heard it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, it's by it's 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 done in that same style as the uh, uh, great Gatsby was with um, DiCaprio. So it's that same uh, like it's it's a yeah it's it's, it's that same style. I, I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to, don't know what to call that style, but it's done in that style. So Baz Luhrmann, that's the guy. He just directs all of them. He's like a weird gotcha. musician or not musician. He does like that Romeo and Juliet shit. I've never watched outside of Great Gatsby. Um, yeah, movies that don't usually appeal to a guy like me. But Elvis. I have a weird so the only reason I haven't really had too much interest in this film is I don't really I'm not like an Elvis fan. I grew up in this weird like vacuum of of course I knew who Elvis was and his music, but literally nobody in my life listened to Elvis. No aunts or uncles, not my mom, not my grandma cuz she was too old for Elvis. So Elvis is just this like thing that I I've, I've always known him or you know blue suede shoes and all the big hits. I just that's Elvis is just a pop culture thing that I'm not really a part of. Uh, Dion, you're not a big Elvis fan, are you? No, I mean, I, I appreciate what, how big he was, but no, I've never been a huge Elvis. I like maybe two or three Elvis songs, you know? I like, um, I don't know. I, there are some songs I like. I can't act like I hate Elvis music. I don't dislike it at all. I just, I want the movie to be successful and people to go out and enjoy it and have a good time. You know, me personally, Elvis is probably, I would rather watch Lightyear over Elvis at this point. Not because I'm, you know, angry at Elvis. It's just like, what am I going to have to talk about more? The Elvis movie, I kind of know Elvis's life story. I've read, you know, I've watched documentaries on him and read stuff and blurbs. But, you know. But I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I want more people to go out and see shit. Because yeah, like Kendo yeah. joked at the beginning of the show, movie theaters were dead last year, they told us. Not the case. Yep, yep. You can't stop people from doing shit they want to do. I think that's the real message of everything. Because it's like, oh, you won't get to watch your new movies. Yeah, we will. And we'll fucking go out in droves <laughs> to see them. Or it's really like, hey, this medium is still, can, can be very successful. You know, if you've done the way that people want it to be done. You know, even even coming out of crazy world events, as long as you make a film the right way, you know, it, it can be successful. Not everything has to be a fucking franchise movie. Or, or or as a movie where 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 you know it tries to uh, tries to preach to you, yeah, make something worth watching and we'll go watch it. Yeah, just Wait, build it, baby. You, we'll come. Some ways more than, than others. Are you telling me that uh, you're not anticipating the political talking points and the talking down to in the new episode of The Boys tonight or Stranger Things? You're telling me that you don't want those kind of life lessons in your entertainment. Is yeah, that what they've yeah, been doing in Stranger Things? It was. I was being facetious, Kendo. It's very. Those are two entertainment properties <laughs> that are pretty free of this th shit. Okay, Actually, I, I was worried there for a second. I was honestly worried because we got into like, oh, update on that situation. So how it was like a grind to get through parts of the end of season one and into season two. 
suddenly we hit a stride before we left to go out of town and she was like really high on stranger things and we just fucking shoulder charged through the rest of season two and halfway through season three so i'm like because she even said when we get home we got to finish watching stranger things i'm like good because i want to see what fucking happens next so i was worried i'm like oh god they fucking ruined it they, they put all that stuff in there but no you were being facetious yeah over I'm always worried about singing the praises of anything too hard on this show or talking about anything that I'm too excited about because people think you're shilling, but Stranger Things delivered, man, and I'm excited to see what the next, what, four hours worth of two episodes are. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, basically two two movies you're watching back-to-back. Um, by well, the I, way, Jeff... I um, got a plan. What's up? Yeah, well, yeah and, and, and I actually... I actually um, watched all of the boys episodes uh, this this last this last week, so I'm all caught up. Yeah. Um, I love... <laughs> They made such a big deal about hero gasm, especially MM gets fucking glazed like a like a like a dozen yeah. <laughs> cream donuts, <laughs> like Mia Khalifa on a Wednesday. There you go, there you go. And I, I still like I I still love that show. It's so fucking wild. It's even wilder this season. Um, it's so good though. It's still so fucking good. You still, I think, I think, I think I fear Homelander way the fuck more this season than I ever have before. Same because he is literally. On the edge of on the edge of an edge, and he could like go at any moment. <laughs> I'm so I love the show. I have very little bad things to say. I thought the hero gasm stuff was going to be a little more extreme because I read the books, and so I was like, oh, okay. They had, I mean, it's not like pulled back a ton, but it's just a little different. But that being said, man, I I'm fucking ready. Like the boys drops in three hours. And as soon as I get off this show, like that's what I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna watch the boys episode. Wait, is it live now? Oh wait, I could watch it now. Fuck. All right, we have a full show to go do. Yeah, exactly. anyway, I'm excited. <laughs> I love the fucking show. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's been it's yeah, it's it's, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I, yeah, I, I kind of blazed through it, but it's it's really it's really good this season. Um, they keep upping upping the ante all the time, so I'm really I'm really down for it. Those are the two shows I will say are my favorite out right now. Just flat out. Nothing. I mean, Squid Game's coming back. That's cool. But Stranger Things, I man, know. catching up and going through the new season, I'm back on board. Like, yeah, I don't know. If you, I don't know how I feel about another season of Squid Game. That's that's gonna be weird, man. It definitely. We that. got caught up in the hype with everybody else, but it hasn't really stuck around. Maybe when the new season drops, no. people will, you know. It was kind of like Tiger King. It showed up. It punched everybody in the face. We got really into it, and then it just kind of faded away. It was good. I mean, I love Squid Game. I, I don't ever want any more Squid Game. I don't need a Squid Game season two. I got everything I needed from just that one season. Yeah, that's 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 true, man. That's that's very true. So I don't say yeah. I I don't know if season two is going to be. I don't know if season two is going to be better or worse or what they're going to do with it. So. Will consider me curious enough to give it a shot. Um, will we review it? No, we don't really review weekly shows here. That's uh, just not our thing. But uh, we will talk about it ad nauseum. Well, no. We'll talk about it when it comes out, folks. But our friend SH Rebels 08 has saved the show, guys, because we have our word of the day. And I think this is one that could end up on t-shirts. The word of the day is fanny. So, folks, do your worst for a few fannies more. It's my favorite. Fistful of fanny. 12, ang- 12 angry fannies. What did you do to piss them all off? You don't want to know. You, you didn't call them back. Know. That's right. 
<laughs> I mean, I respect you, but your methods are fucking cruel. Um, Hot tub fanny machine. Three men in a fanny. Mm. <laughs> a lot of those movies out there. Yeah, I think I think Donna Gothorn was in that one too. Yeah, three oh. three men in a little fanny. Is that that's a uh, star? Yeah, I was gonna say starring Bridget the Midget, who I believe who I believe is actually in jail right now, but I'm not positive. What did she do? Uh, she, a couple she, a couple she, years she, ago, she stabbed she her boyfriend. Ankle, I don't know. No, like she like got in trouble for like stabbing her boyfriend or some shit. I just remember I forgot. Oh, that's right because uh, I worked the last place I worked at. There was a woman named Bridget, and I kept every time they would like page her. I was just I could hear just. Every time I hear, hear that name, Bridget, it could be anybody named Bridget. I automatically it goes to Bridget the Midget, mainly because of the rhyming scheme with it. But yeah, and then somebody I said something about that. They're like, "Dude, did you hear she got in trouble? Like she stabbed her boyfriend or something? She's going to jail." I'm like, "No fucking way!" I looked it up, and yeah, she was in trouble. I don't know if she actually went to jail. How about stop uh, or my fanny will October shoot? October twenty twenty nineteen. Bridget the Midget faces fifteen years for stabbing boyfriend. I think. Nice. 15 years? That's well, attempted murder. murder. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> Porn star that seriously. Used... Oh, no, 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 no. This gets even better. Porn star Bridget the Midget uses a butter knife when she when she allegedly stabbed her boyfriend in the leg last month. Last month, well, you know, this is a while ago. During a during a wild quarrel that could land her in jail for 15 years if con- if convicted. Okay, so if convicted. But uh, yeah, <laughs> With folks, a if you, uh, folks, if you can get us any updates on Bridget the Midget and her legal plight, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm still looking at fanny titles like the Divine Secrets of the Yaya Fannyhood, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Fanny. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll think of a fanny. Mm. Well, there we go, folks. So keep Freddie got four, fanny got fingered. There we go. Yeah, four weddings <laughs> and a fanny. <laughs> I don't really know how to respond to that. I just had a very visual image. I'm going to leave it alone. The audience doesn't need to know. So, uh, thank you, SH Troubles 08. TLJ Screwjob says, "Cue the episode $500 one shirt, Jeff." Um, <laughs> That'd be hilarious. If we could sell it for a profit, we'd be like, yeah, this is to celebrate our 500th episode in two years and change. Buy it. <laughs> we could sell it for $5. We would anticipate the show. Albatross, thank you very much. He says that $5,000 drink is some serious let them eat cake energy. That's messed up, man. It's also just kind of, it, it just makes me laugh at this point. Uh, Mirror Pearl Kodayohe, thank you very much for your generous super chat sticker of a dancing pair. Adama, thank you very much for your very generous super chat. He says, hey, guys, nice money from Power Ranger stream this morning. Jeff, rate these Power Ranger knockoffs. Big Bad Beetleborgs, Masked Rider, VR Troopers, Superhuman Samurai, Cyber Squad, and Mystic Knights of Tirnanug. Also, it's me, Austin. Ah, son of a bitch. So I will press that button for you in just a moment. But to answer your question, uh, ranking them, I will go Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Then I will go Masked Rider. Big Bad Beetleborgs, VR Troopers, and then Mystic Knights of Tirnanug. 
And the reason I'm going to give you the that order is because that's I watched all of these shows, but I only really loved Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. I had the toys, I had the toys. That was all there was to it. And I had like a, a Masked Rider, Common Rider figure, and he was cool when he teamed up with the Power Rangers. But VR Troopers were so generic, it hurt. So fuck that show. Uh, any opinion on those guys? Uh, yeah, I agree with your rankings. I think I think one of the Lawrence brothers was in VR Troopers. He was. Yeah, it was it was weird Whoa. seeing like that happen. Yeah, it was it was weird, and, and and that show itself was was so strange, so strange. Well, the one thing that these American producers forgot or didn't realize is the thing that made Power Rangers awesome wasn't the Save by the Bell teenage angst drama fun let me go help at my community center bullshit like that wasn't what we were responding to it was the high action and the zords and all that shit so i always found it laughable that every one of these sentai americanization things turns into save by the bell 2.0 like superhuman samurai cyber squad was full of that high school drama bullshit like i wonder if they could have made a sentai show that didn't have kids in school and if it would have worked because, like, everyone's the same. Up next, we had one... Oh, yeah, the button. So, where is it? One, two... Oh, here it is. Who's that Pokemon? It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! Good old JR. I think that he should redo that since, you know, Vince McMahon is all over the place in the news these days. He should just come running out one day and just flip off the hood and scream, it's me, Austin, again. People would be like, what the fuck? It would just really feed into that whole idea right now that Vince just does not give a shit and or doesn't fully comprehend what's going on anymore. <laughs> kind of like Disney. Kind of like Disney. Well, pride goes before the fall. <laughs> Look, I, I want Vince to do that. I want Vince to just kind of tank the WWE on his way out. Like, we've been talking about going to WrestleMania 38. Like, oh, everyone's going to come out here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I want them to get so bad that there is no WrestleMania 38. Like, that would do. That would be world some where shit. It the bed? That would be some shit. If it, yeah, if it shits the bed that hard where there's no WrestleMania 38, that'd be, that'd be crazy, man. Oh, excuse me. 39. 30. Wait, 38 just happened. So I'm slow, but no, WrestleMania that's 39. That's the one I'm talking about. Um, yeah, that'd be yeah, that that that'd be that'd be crazy. I mean, um, are they are are they that bad now to where there may not be another WrestleMania? No, financially they're fine. Like they're just it's like it's injury after injury after public relations nightmare after firing after retiring. It's like everything's just kind of like falling apart. But they do have a plan. It just looks stupid. Okay. Like they're going the sports route where they're getting kids from college and they're basically touting them out like athletes. Like the guy that they just hired a couple months ago was an Olympic gold medalist. And that's cool and all. That's a huge feat that, you know, I got nothing but respect for. But like a guy named Kurt Angle was the first and he debuted about 22 years ago. So it's going to be hard to get excited for the next Olympic gold medalist in the, in wrestling. Like not only was the first of the first, he was also awesome. Like, Kurt Angle could do it well, all. Yeah, and, and yeah, and and it's going to be one of those things where, <clears throat> I mean, we, we know Vince wants to, to control them, so like they won't get too big. But then you want them to get big, so this way you can, you, you know, they, they become a household name and you, you can draw more eyes to your product. 
So it's kind of this double-edged sword of just like, well, what do you want to do? You know? Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's it's difficult. It's difficult because if they get too big and then they become Cena or The Rock, then they're gone. But the, but what do you do? Do you just keep, you know, piddling out the same bullshit you have been for the past um past few years or do you take a chance and make somebody big and you know, hopefully um, they... it's 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 the former, Nick. It, it's same bullshit relying on the old people cuz there's a meme going around that as soon as SummerSlam is over with Brock versus Roman for the bazillionth time Goldberg's coming back. You know he's coming back. And I guarantee you it's Goldberg coming back after SummerSlam to challenge Rogaine Ramirez at Royal Rumble. <laughs> is there money in that? They think there is. Dude. I mean, they, 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 they haven't sold out they haven't sold out of WrestleMania in a while from what, from what you've told me, so I don't think so. Because, well, the thing is, it's hard. It's hard to gauge because with with the pay per views now being premium live events, you know, able to be streamed on the cock, you can get like streaming numbers, but you don't really get buy rate numbers anymore. I mean, AEW has those because they only have like four pay per views a year, five now that they had the Forbidden Back Door. But um, it you can't really say, oh, their pay per view rate buy rate has gone to shit because you know there's no way to really know that. Yeah, it used to be, oh, WrestleMania sold a million, or this sold a couple hundred thousand, and you could gauge where wrestling was, and I guess streaming numbers are so much more important, but it's, it's just weird. I think all of the changes in the way wrestling is consumed and produced on top of the turnover rate with the new and old generation has created a really uh, big feeling of uncertainty that people are just kind of curiously waiting for something bad to happen. Um, I think that's where we are. So not to be too nihilistic, but maybe it can get better. I hope I just, I'm not going to watch money in the bank this weekend. And that's the pay-per-view. Correct me. If I'm wrong boys, but that's the one that couldn't sell out and they had to move to the other venue. Right. That, that would be correct. correct. That's crazy. That makes me laugh. Uh, Ninja Lawyer Steve, we will read your email in just a second. And uh, Hot Cheetah 69 says, My girlfriend says Lightyear was trash and definitely not the movie Andy saw. No 90s movie is that woke. Oh my well, that's, god. That's disappointing. I <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm just disappointed, man. Like, Yeah, like man. time where Buzz Lightyear was awesome. Just overthinking it. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, you, you entirely confuse the audience where they're, you know, they think, oh, Buzz Lightyear's going to be like, you know, it's going to be the, the movie of the toy. No, it's just the movie of the guy. It's it, it's entirely confusing. It's really confusing. Well, let's check out some buttons from our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve. You guys ready? Whoa. What was that? What the hell? Oh, that's from what Prophecy. The right there. That's from fucking what Prophecy. Does that look like to you? It's Man Bear Pig. I told you it was real. <laughs> yeah. That, oh man, he's super movie, serial. That movie's about a uh, what is it? Some paper uh, company makes paper uses chemicals in their water, and then mm-hmm. makes that bear. There's a point where you see a baby bear making the most inhuman noise ever heard, and it's like very, it's very jarring. Is that the one with Christopher Walken? It may be. I. It might be. It might be. I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it in a while. I, no, I that's remember prophecy. Yeah, oh, prophecy. That's yeah. the prophecy. Oh, that no. Yeah, yeah. That's the prophecy. That's different. 
This this movie was made in the seventies. His was made in oh, the close eighties or nineties. I don't know. Yeah, because he's an angel in that one. <laughs> yeah, like, he keeps coming back for the sequels. That's the impressive part. Hey, listen. I guess Gabriel like want to fuck stuff up. <laughs> ice is gonna break. <laughs> What the fuck? Very, 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 very Yogi Bear. I like that. I like that. Do you want to throw one of these movies on as a commentary for Schlocktoberfest this year? Oh, why not? Hundred percent, folks. We're going to start recording very early this year. Kendo is going to. We're all going to get together after the fourth, and we're going to sit down and plan out some big stuff. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've already got, I've already got some, uh, some ideas for um, videos we can make that should be fairly easy. Perfect. I'm excited to do something. Does Halloween Kills come out this year or next year? Or no, Halloween ends. Is it next this year? year? I think right. This year. Yeah. This year. Yeah. yeah let me ch- let me check. I'm so excited to not give a shit about that one, but we should get drunk <laughs> yeah. if it hits Peacock. We will. Yeah, it'll 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 hit the cock or the 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 plus or the I don't know how to but Paramount Plus or what it'll it'll hit something. It's on the cock. It's it's on the cock, just like uh, Halloween Kills will be. So folks, join us the day that Halloween Kill or ends comes out for a live watch along, like we did for Halloween Kills, because that's what we're gonna do, and it's gonna suck. But those people in that group are gonna think it's great. Over. God, that fuck that fucking group. Um, I love that group. That group is. I've said so much horrible shit in that group, and I still haven't gotten deleted yet. So, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, Halloween ends is scheduled, yeah, for October fourteenth of this year. So we should be good. No, we won't be good. We'll just be tortured. But you know, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's on it's on the schedule. It's on the schedule. Evil comes back tonight or tomorrow night, and then it'll die. To, it'll die that night. <laughs> Evil gets a foot pain. I like this. Just he ruined this fucking. Head movie. on, direct directly to the head. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we need. Like Halloween in the hood. That's what we need. I would watch, dude. Halloween in the hood would be awesome. Or we need Halloween wait, would be in better. the hood was dope. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was a great movie. Listen, Le- Lebron no. went to the hood twice. Okay, um, he went to space once already. So did Jason. We need we, we need we need crazier things for Michael to do. All right, we need we need crazy things for Michael to do. We need Michael Myers versus Pumpkinhead. We need some shit like that. How would um who would work better in the hood, Michael Myers or Jason? Like at, serious question because Michael Myers would have to be a serious. Listen, like, listen. We saw Jason because he's like undead. So you know, because you know he'd probably be getting stabbed and stuff in the hood. It just wouldn't work. He'd just be. Breaking next, Michael would have to be like a fucking lion in the Sahara or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, but but you know he's liable to get shot. Mike Michael Myers has been shot six times and walked away. Yeah, he does. He, he does have that white face mask, so that'd be a problem. Um, you know, but uh, no, no, well, 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 remember, Jason did box that guy's head off on on the roof. So, yep, yeah. he fought a black dude. Yeah, he did. Well, you know why Michael Myers isn't that impressive in the hood? Is because Why? remember the stupid song? Was it Fifty Cent got shot nine times? So Michael Myers got sh- shot six. So he's not as scary. He's got three left to go. <laughs> That's how the movie ends. Loomis comes back from the grave, pops him four times. This one's for fifty. And well, he- I, I did hear that Michael Myers' favorite rap song was in the club. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's his birthday. Oh my god. 
Let's press this last button because the audience is just dying in anticipation. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Oh jeez. Kudos, uh, kudos for you for using fucking prophecy like that movie that nobody's seen in free. <laughs> oh man, such a wild movie. You know, um Yeah. I I gotta watch this now. Let's add it to the docket for this Halloween. Definitely, definitely. So guys, Let's get back into some other topics. What is on the docket? Well, Miss Marvel is not a successful show. The numbers showed that it performed worse than all the other Marvel shows. People aren't watching this wonderfully quaint depiction of representation. And that's literally all they advertise it as. But Jeff, it's and not made for you. Okay, it's not made for you. It's not for you, man. That's, that's, yeah. And that's, and that's exactly why I'm not watching it, Nick. That is why I'm not spending any of my time watching oh, it. God. Because it's I, not I, well, yeah, and, and and I mean like that, yeah, that that show was DOA. But I do I do really feel bad for the actress because that was her first. The, the, apparently, this is her first job. Like yeah. it's it's yeah, it, it's, that's gonna sting quite a bit. Well, the thing well, that's she, it her fault, you know. Again, this this no. random push for Disney or Marvel rather to to be chasing after. A demographic that doesn't really like comic book stuff that much, and it's just, it's just, you know, they they, they want that money so, but they want the market from them from the money from that market rather so damn bad that they'll make half baked shows, you know. Like, hey, this is, has Marvel's name on it. You'll watch it, right? Nope. No, we, we won't. Well, you saw that Kevin Feige says the Marvel whatever MCU is coming back to Comic Con for the first time in a long time, so. I guess they're trying to really get people excited because they haven't done a good <laughs> so, job. So basically, so bad. basically, what's going to happen is they're going to premiere a trailer like on a Saturday, and it'll be up on the internet that like t- two minutes from that point, like everybody will bootleg it off their phones. So pretty yeah, pretty much. So I don't, I don't, I don't see the point of that. I mean, like, so you're going to do a press conference that, you, that that everybody has to wait like eight hours to get into. Don't understand what's going on with that, but okay, like it's. I don't know. It just it, it just seems like they're like I don't I don't I don't think Comic Con is like the 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 epitome of geekdom like like it was like five or six years ago. Like I don't think anybody cares anymore. Well, you know? people care, but you know they're all they keep trying. You know, so much quote unquote nerd stuff is trying to get into other demographics. Like they want to get into the fucking you know, the teenage girl demographic. They want to be able to get into the kid demographics. So they do. They're branching out, but then they want to have their their cake and eat it too. Where it's like, oh, we're, but we're still we're gonna go back to Comic Con, and it's like you, you know, either you who do you, who do you want to watch? Do you want everyone, or are you, you know, specifically gonna keep targeting demographics that you haven't earned yet? You know, fuck, you know, teenage girls. You know, we didn't. No one was asking for a Marvel version of that the one the other Netflix show, or insert teen drama here. No one wanted that, you know. And it's like, yeah, you could have done Miss Marvel, but. You didn't make it for the fans of Miss Marvel. You tried to make Miss Marvel a new popular franchise with a demographic. And they don't they didn't watch Miss Marvel. They don't they don't read Miss Marvel. They're Nobody not does. they're not interested in Miss Marvel. You know, and it, it came off so weird. You know, I'm not surprised that no one watched it. Because who was it for? Who was Miss Marvel for? 
It's not. It's not, not for comic book fans. Well, yeah, and and, and I mean, it's it's not, it's not like it's on their it's not like it's on their 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 TV their their TV channel or whatever where it can be kind of you know broadly accessed. It's on their specific um, you know VOD platform. You have to buy the platform in order to watch a show. So right there, it's restrictive. How many how many people are going to have that and want and watch you know miss or, or have it to only watch Miss Marvel or even check it out? Probably not exactly. that many. You know. It's well, just, just it's just if it, you know so many things now are this is what a, t- a show would look like if it was put together by an AI a corporate AI you know Miss Marvel was a corporate AI okay what who's the target audience we want we want ethnic teenage girls okay cool they're gonna love Miss Marvel why though don't worry it's it, it, it's it's t- it's aimed at them it's about them and they don't. It, it wasn't over. Miss Marvel wasn't over with your tar- target demographic. They're not going to come in droves to subscribe to Disney Plus for that. Yeah, and well, and, I think, and well, and, and has Miss Marvel been like rebooted like four times in, in the comic book or whatever? Like it's just yeah. There's like there's like five different Miss Marvels. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Kevin Castillo makes a great point in the chat. Miss Marvel only works if Captain Marvel was good, and well, yeah. So <laughs> I think this is really trying to go ride the Brie Larson train as hard as they have, which failed spectacularly long-term. Because look, yeah, Captain Marvel made that money. Any movie in that slot was going to make that money because it's the build-up to the biggest movie of all time, essentially, Endgame. Now we're learning that, oh, as we gear up for the next iteration of Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, all of this shit, nobody's there for it. Like, pay attention. We've already watched them rebrand the Marvel Captain Marvel sequel. It is no longer Captain Marvel to it's the Marvels where she will team up with Miss Marvel. And I believe the woman from WandaVision or something like that. So that's this new a force girl power, Captain Marvel family team that they're trying to build. And if you're now watching the foundation wasn't even good, it was sand essentially what's going to happen with Captain Marvel too. Do you guys think that I already thought that rebranding it, showed that they had no faith in the brand the, the no it is it's it no if if uh, if it if if they haven't started shooting it yet i don't think they're going i don't think they should if they if they are then like it's doa like it's 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 in a land as, as good as light year did yeah agreed i think you're looking at another light year you're looking at you know depending on how much you're putting on the table you're possibly looking at like another you know john carter level fuck up you know? oh shit so oh shit you know this this idea that it's money it's it, you, we make this movie it checks you know all of these boxes and it's going to print money where it's like no you know the people that you're putting checking these boxes for they don't watch obscure heroes you know they the ones they know are the ones that casual fans know so you have to use that intelligently with storytelling and they can't do it you know the you know just be like the the you know and pandering you know pandering so hard to certain groups people in that group just kind of roll their eyes oh here we go it's it's corporate activism and and it just comes off so disingenuous because you forget to make the movie good and miss marvel and obviously captain marvel and captain marvel 2 aren't gonna be worth all the trouble it just isn't you're not reaching that audience No, you're right. A hundred percent. You're not. And it'll be interesting. But the reason I wanted to talk about 
Miss Marvel tonight isn't to take a victory lap or to punch down on a show or whatever. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. But there's a new excuse. And now people are blaming Obi-Wan coming out for Miss Marvel's failure. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, hold on. They're blaming the white guy for her failure? Of course they are. A fucking course yeah. they are. Well, it's reaching for straws. They got to figure out something to blame, even though that show has absolutely nothing to do with the success or failure of the other show. Yeah, I I just find it funny now that they have nowhere to blame, or sorry, they can't blame any uh, other, sorry, they can't blame any other portion of the audience anymore because they've done that. They've blamed, they've, they've scared off the comic readers, it's not for you. They've scared off 90% of the other population because it looks stupid. And so now they're stuck with the, the whatever they want, and it's not enough. It's not enough people. And so I hope... <laughs> Disney and everyone else pays attention to when you want to shrink down your fan base. Now you got to like start blaming each other. Your our other shows the reason why this one failed. No, maybe they both suck and people don't like them. Here, like, I'm, I'm going it. to make a prediction, Jeff. I'm going to predict that uh, the part two of Stranger Things season four is going to have more viewership than Miss Marvel and Kenobi put together. I will see that. I will make you a Duke's Brothers bet. Well, I I want to agree that it happened, so I can't make you that bet. But, Dion, do you want to make a Duke's Brothers bet that won't happen so we can have some money on the line? I'm, I'm down. Let's, let's, let's fucking do it. All right. Um, I will trade. You know what we're going to bet? One of those Disney Star Wars drinks from the cruise ship. Does that oh, sound fuck fair? you. <laughs> what? Are you not? You don't want to play with fire tonight, boys? You're not living dangerously? You're not Listen, listen, it? listen, listen. I'll buy. I do I'll like buy. danger. Listen, listen. I'll I'll buy I'll buy Dion's really nice fifteen dollar beer. I'll buy a couple of them for him. It's fine, but not a five thousand dollar goddamn drink. Yeah, Plus, yeah. I mean, I don't like you guys. I don't like you guys that much. <laughs> Neither do I. Over. If we were, let's say, I had a billion dollars in cash, then you, then, I, then you'd invest half of it into real estate and be smart about it. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. no, I'm trying to say, like, I would be smart with all the money, but even if I had a billion dollars in cash, I don't think I could justify spending $5,000 of it on that Star Wars drink. Like, even just for the fun of it, like, because you know how everyone... I would, I would, I would definitely try to talk you out of it, like, Jeff, look, I know you've got a billion dollars, you can do, you've got that, you know, fuck you money and that meat sauce and all them breadsticks and everything. You're, you're living the dream that Virgil wishes he could have. However... Mm -hmm. Yes, I know you're not going to miss it, but $5,000 for a drink? Come on now. Don't do that. There's other things we can spend it on. Oh, I would do channel stuff first. I would rather buy a shitty beater car for $5,000 and drive it around than drink one of these drinks. So, yeah, I couldn't think of <laughs> literally anything else to do with my money outside of self-harm seems more appealing. Over. Ooh, the loser has to watch Dark Fate. Dion, are you going to throw the bet? <laughs> I mean, is that really a loss for him? I, I, are we going to keep adding shit to this? Because I'm, I'm starting to feel the ground a little shaky on this bet. <laughs> Wrong! All right, no more, I promise. Um, That's the end of the bet. But you, how laughable is it that they're blaming Obi-Wan? Like, I mean, really? well, well, like you gotta, you gotta find, you gotta have that out. You just gotta have the out. Yeah, like, well, like I said, they're blaming the white guy. That's 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 basically on par. That's that's from the Disney playbook, as, as you would say, Jeff. That's that's what they're doing. They're yeah, really... It's just like they're on the same goddamn platform. Like you guys pick the dates. Like how? 
you didn't realize that Obi-Wan was going to be, quote-unquote, this successful, as Ewan McGregor loved to point out, you know? What what did you think was going to happen? Like, you didn't, even ha- you didn't even guess about what if both of these are really successful? No one had that conversation? Well, what if it's not a problem? Because didn't Hawkeye and, like, the Mandalorian run at the same time? Didn't uh, the Book of Boba Fett run during Moon Knight or, like, the week after? Well, I guess it was, like, the week after that one. But, like, wasn't there another situation where, like, two of these shows ran concurrently? Like, even if I'm wrong, then okay, that's fine. But, like, I disagree that this show was hurt by Obi-Wan because I don't think they serve the same audience. Disney owns all the properties. So the only thing, the only audience that interests both is the people that pay for the one service. Uh, You know, we have it still for free from a phone thing. So it's like, what do we have? Or what are we going to watch? Not that shit. It's like Georgia the Jungle or Marvel shows or things that would appeal to people my age. It's like with HBO Max. There's a ton of content that's for kids and adults. Uh, I might watch a kid show from the 90s when I was a kid, but I'm not going to watch one from today. Like, you can't blame me for the failure of, I don't know, what show on HBO Max didn't take off? Aquafina's sixth season of some bullshit? Oh, I didn't watch <laughs> also, that one. Also, that, to watch also that, uh, that, 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 that Santa Claus fucking claymation thing didn't take off. Yeah. It was garbage, that's why. Yeah, it was. I watched it. I regret it. Oh, God. It's like, the whole point of Miss Marvel isn't to tell you how cool a superhero is. All I see is it's important to tell representative stories. That's literally all the talking point about this show is. It's such a nice slice of life for this type of a family. And guess what? That's cool. But this is just going to show you that it's not enough to get everyone to watch. We have spent exactly. five fucking years going on and on about diversity and representation and people beating their fucking fists into the ground about this shit. And guess what? Now you're getting it in your entertainment. Everyone else that said this is a bad idea. Oh, you're racist bigots. You're fucking assholes. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck you people. Oh my God. Okay. I can't believe it got that serious and extreme, but okay. Here's your fucking special perfect entertainment and no one gives a fuck including you like if you people are gonna go out there and make this shit happen fucking watch it don't bitch it's as bad as the evil dead fans that are all we're gonna watch ash versus evil dead and support it and you didn't watch it and then you bitch that the show got canceled it's like you're the you're the reason the show didn't go get a fourth season like people out there you want this entertainment to take off nobody watches it including you because it fucking blows you want to feel good you want to have control and power what you want to do is some bullshit very little work to feel like you've done something big for society oh i went online and i i fought the good fight for representation i fought the good fight you see that person on tv i did that no the fuck you didn't no the fuck you didn't stop this shit that's all you people are looking for is this emotional validation to feel like you're doing something for the change all it's changing is the channel no one's watching this shit this is going to affect people like oh it's so great this that and the other let's say this show goes nowhere and the actress never acts again all right, well, no one made fun of her. No one said anything. No one just cared, or no one cared at all. It's like the kid, uh, Jake Lloyd. You know, he got the short end of the stick. It wouldn't. It would be much different if she got that. But no, nobody just isn't watching anymore. And so, the fact that you have to pull all these qualifiers and quantifiers out to make your show seem important isn't working. And this is the last place you can blame. You can't blame the audience. You can't blame Disney. You can't blame anybody. The show just didn't work. No one cares. And it doesn't matter that the show can generate a lot of positive discussion. No one is discussing it. Like, seriously, the article I'm talking about, people are bitching about 
Miss Marvel not taking off because people could talk more on social media, guys. Like, we Star Wars people have kept the conversation about Miss Marvel's importance from happening. Do you believe this bullshit? Because I fucking don't. <laughs> what? Well, oh, it's, it's just God. one of those things where you say something dramatic and it sounds profound <laughs> because it's just, it was, it, it, it's what? just this, ha- thank you, this haphazard, you know, point to try and prove how, you know, quote unquote toxic certain fan bases are. It's like no one's, no one's saying that it's not possible, but you, you trying to use this, pro- this property that wasn't that good as a justification for, well, this is, this is why we're calling all these people out and trying to use this platform to, to relay this message. It's like, yeah, but if people don't want it, you know, like, fuck the, the, the attitude behind, Hey, Republicans buy sneakers too, is a real thing. You can't, you can't want to make it to be, to make a lot of money and also be targeted for a specific group. Like it, you just, you just can't, those two things don't coexist. You know, and 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 people then people fucking mix it up with the brand. Well, yeah, Star Wars proved it. Well, Star Wars made a billion dollars because of it. Star Wars. Everyone agreed that the fucking project wasn't good. That's not proof that it worked. That's that's the exception. That's not the rule. And they keep going to that well, you know. And Miss Marvel, you know, Sally for that actress. But that's another example of this idea that hey, people want to see specifically constantly stories about teenage girls in high school. But then they're superheroes, and it's like no one wants to see that. The group you think doesn't want to see that. They want to see Captain America and Iron Man do cool shit. That's what they want to see. They don't like being fucking disingenuously catered to. It's a waste of no. fucking money. Things have to look cool, man. I can't stress that enough. It's Derivative entertainment is derivative. And that's where we are right now. It's like, hey, it's like Spider-Man, but not Spider-Man. It's everything you love about Spider-Man, you know, minus Spider-Man. All right. Right. Cool. <laughs> I'll just watch Spider-Man. Like, I understand on. the risk of coming up with something original. I, I understand that. But you 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 can't you can't slap stickers on something and expect it to just be successful because it has Marvel on it. Mm-mm. You know, fuck. Like even the comic book character isn't that popular. No. It just, it just, it just isn't. And even in terms of comic sales, so then you want to make a show, and then and then twist it into a a superhero version of a Netflix show. It just doesn't, it doesn't come off as interesting. You know, yeah, she has superpowers, but hey, but she's also juggling crushes and being a girl and being a brown girl. And it's like, damn, like fuck, that's too much. Just make her cool. Just make her fucking cool. So the so they're trying to do the, the Spider Man thing with her, like high school, you know, juggling yeah. life and being yeah, and it's like, but it's yeah, and it's also funny how they could how, how Spider Man. Well, the high school Spider Man stuff kind of you know was okay. I think I think I think I think him go. I think the the later stuff a lot better, especially the the Tobey Maguire thing when he he left high school and he's dealing with the real world and, world and stuff like that was way better than the but high that's school the shit. Beginning of the movie, like the beginning of the movie is him leaving high school. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the point that you know Jeff and I brought up when Homecoming came out, and I was like, "Fuck, we gotta talk about this real quick." And we made a quick video. Like, this is what this is what I was this is what we were talking about. You know, you're 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 trying to create this niche of Marvel that focuses on high school. You know, the people who like these type of movies don't want to watch it about high school. We've already been there and done that. 
Exactly. And high schoolers, if it's not cool, they're not, you know, everybody hates the fucking, the, uh, uh, the fucking Fortnite, you know, dance bullshit, but kids repeat it because they think it's cool. You know, being reminded of how, you know, a weird fucking time that high school is, is not cool. Kids don't want to see that shit. No, I don't think so. The novelty is what made Spider-Man unique. And, you know, after he's been around for 60 years of, well, not 60 years of high school, but, you know, 60 years in general, you can't expect people in general to get excited over something they've had before. It's like, hey, guys, have my new invention. I call it the cheeseburger. And you're like, oh, it's literally just a cheeseburger. I've had it for my whole life. Do you get that excited? I mean, depending on the cheeseburger, of course you do. But if it's just your average, I don't know, Burger King 99 cent, you know, whatever, it's just a cheeseburger. It's nothing special. But I just wanted to is it, this to everyone's. Ooh, what's up? Is it extra is it extra cheese, extra onions, extra mayo motherfucker cheeseburgers? Because those are, you know, I don't like mayo, never mind. <laughs> is that your least favorite? Burger topping, mayo. Nah, no, I'm gonna have to go with ketchup. I don't put ketchup on a burger unless it has, you know, like if I get it from a fast food place, I always throw ketchup on it because I like it with everything. But if I'm at a barbecue, I never put ketchup on a burger. No, just, man. I don't know, man. You need more than just ketchup on a cheeseburger. I'm not. Yeah, no, no, nope. no ketchup, no mayo. Mustard is pretty much the only thing I'll put on there condiment-wise. Um, so you're like an old man from 1924. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm a man of simple taste. You know, a little onion, a little lettuce, maybe a pickle, mustard. We're good. I you know, can go for all that. The only thing, the big topping I don't like that a lot of people do is I don't like the fried egg on a burger. That's my one... Uh, I don't either. I've tried it. It's it's good, but it's just too messy. Too messy for me. Those burgers we had over Loudy's wedding, those were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm I'm done talking about food. I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's late. So, uh, Nick, did you get to yes. pick a number, or was it Kendo? Uh, not not yet. Uh, let's do let let let's do thirty two. Shit, yeah, we got to get paid. And on that note, we cue the music. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. You guys excited for Clerks 3? Uh. I wouldn't say I'm excited about it, but I'm not dreading it because of the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He's proven that he can at least handle the view of universe correctly and do good yep. with that. Well, he, he can do good with those characters. Anything outside of that, yeah, it's not. It's no bueno, as the kids would say on the street. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I think he's going to fuck up his own universe, in all honesty. <clears throat> I think I think he's gonna put too much bullshit into it. He's gonna put his daughter and the other girl in the movie and make it all about them and make it all weird and shit like that. It's just it's not gonna be fun. I want to believe that Kevin Smith has it in him because of the Jan Silent Bob reboot was a movie I enjoyed. Then again, it is Kevin Smith who 
there's well, hold on though clerks is a comedy that has a serious edge to it and he's able to pull that out in both of those movies even when he's a very inexperienced filmmaker and then in two he hits on another chord so i want to believe that he has the dante and randall element down that will work i think and silent bob will be just too dumb i i hate to say it, there's just there's something different about him and it doesn't work as much anymore maybe they just don't go for the jokes maybe they've lost their edge i, I don't know maybe it's just me but let's see what's up with the audience so uh where were we our friend hot cheetos thank you very much xavier to god says i found out wwe gets 10 percent of any product show or movie that make that made that has john cena's name on it huh yep because mm-hmm. they own the name john cena huh so they get 10 percent of what he makes or what they get 10 percent of like the fast and furious and shit that he's in he probably yeah <laughs> Well, well, whatever he got paid for the Fast and Furious, I think they get a portion of that. Not the entire movie. I don't. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm guessing, but I assume it's just his his portion. They get ten percent of that. Vince gets his cut still. Ugh. Which is, <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. That's that's the contract he made. Hey, I wouldn't have a problem with Vince getting his cut if he made more stars. Like, don't make one every 20 years. Just make one every couple but, months. Yeah, but, but but then he should have contracts like this where, like, he makes a star and they owe him, like, 10% or 5% of whatever they make for, you know, I don't know, 40 years or 30 years or some shit like that. Just make that contract. Just do that. The Rock used to pay him money back in the day. I was listening to a podcast where I was talking about that. What, how did he get out of it? Did the contract just end? I, it must have ended or something. I, it didn't talk about how it ended. It just, it literally ended with JR or whoever the wrestling personality was going. Vince always gets his cut. And then they were like, yeah, he deserves it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, all right, there's no resolution to the conversation. But that was that. Uh, Xavier Degod also has another message about Vince McMahon. He says, Vince McMahon made a bomb scare when he didn't sell out a pay-per-view or mania because they didn't sell enough tickets and moved it to a smaller arena. Yes. WrestleMania 7. <laughs> Out here in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, of, of course you would do that. Of course you would do that. Uh, our friend Jack White, thank you very much. He says, Jeff, I just sent you an email with a link to the trailer for the remake of System Shock. That has been forwarded to me right here, Jack. Um, from the email that starts with an M. So thank you very much. I'm looking at that right now. Now, folks, I do have to be careful about playing certain things because YouTube has been a lot stricter uh, in terms of copyright claims. Hell, this morning's Power Rangers stream got a copy uh, claim on it or whatever. So have to be careful with playing anything with sound and stuff right now. But uh, Susan don't like us. No, because <laughs> we're growing again. So she's like pissed off. So thanks. Uh, Enrique Vasquez uh, will be up in just a second. Sorry, these jump around. Jack White also says, I sent you another email with the link to the Gantz manga. Uh, thank you very much, Jack, for sending those links. I do like to watch anime I don't always have access to, and so you help out. I need to get back into Dragon Ball Z, because there's a series of characters, there's a reference in Wokebusters to them, so uh, if you like the Ginyu Force, you're going to like Wokebusters. God, thank you very much, says... Uh, when I saw Doctor Strange 2, I didn't hate America Chavez as much as I thought I would. Uh, and sometimes only Captain Carter and Captain Marvel were the only ones to fight back against Scarlet Witch. Uh, 
So Xavier to God, I didn't hate America Chavez as much as I thought either. I was expecting her to be the comic book version. Instead, she was the, what is she, 16-year-old version that doesn't really have much control of her powers. The actress is okay. Her interactions with Benedict Cumberbatch is fine. Like, I, I was really confused when everyone was calling this movie woke, trash, this, that, and the other. I'm like, look, the two moms and the thing was stupid. But what I took away from that scene was the fact that she killed her parents because she was afraid of a bumblebee, not the fact that they were two moms. Like, what? Right. I, I, I wouldn't even say it was it. stupid. It was, it was, you know, in terms of, you know, comparing it to, you know, similar ways that successful movies do it. Like it's, it's there, it's in the movie and they don't make it a big deal. Like I hey, had two moms. Boom. I mean, I, you know, it was, it was just like, okay, that's just part of the movie. And they didn't harp on it. They're, they didn't be like, Hey, yeah. Oh, you have two moms. Yeah. I have two moms. And yeah, we get looks like it just, it wasn't that, you know? And it was, it was cool yeah um i was happy to see captain carter have what happened to her happen to her but i wish captain marvel would have got a little more uh of a fight because all that happened to her was a rock wall fell on her and then the scene ends so she could come back yay but thank you xavier to god um i might watch dr strange again soonish i liked it enough Jack White, thank you very much for your very generous super chat. He says, I don't buy that Captain Marvel made a billion dollars because people bought tickets to go see it. I think that made most of, if not all of its money, because of the giveaway agreements that Disney made with other companies like American Eagle. Well, Jack White, we definitely covered the Captain Marvel ticket sales and the American Eagle giveaway and stuff uh, when that was going on current, uh, you know, then. But it was always questionable how that was going down because it was like spend fifty dollars and get free tickets to captain marvel and i even did in the video i compared it's like look a pair of jeans you buy one pair of pants and you're getting free tickets to captain marvel and the way those things usually work is they'll like print it out on your receipt instantly so think of all the people that are spending money that are just instantly getting movie tickets does that count is that how that works because what how many people went and saw the movie that way because I would be hard-pressed to believe that somebody went out to American Eagle just to buy enough clothes to get a Captain Marvel ticket, when in reality, you could go buy a Captain Marvel ticket for like seven bucks and save all the other money on for concessions and other shit. So, Jack, I've always thought the Captain Marvel making money was just a little fishy. Not because a movie with a female lead can't make a billion dollars, it's that a movie with all these other very public ways of giving away free tickets made a billion dollars because when we went uh, there was even this story the, the one that you could probably question the most is every theater had 25 seats unsold or something like I, whatever that story was that was the only one i remember people kind of rolling their eyes but um that was that but we'll see jack we'll see the the true test will be captain marvel 2 will it make the money i'm gonna go with no Enrique Vasquez, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, with $5,000, you could buy 1,000 Costco chickens. That's a hell of a party. Boys, <laughs> I I really do want to get a Costco chicken counter going because when we get together, we're going to have a Costco chicken feast. And we should have a contest to see who can eat the most chicken. And the audience could what like... What chicken are you buying? That's 100, 500 bucks. No, no. $5 Costco chickens. Enrique is saying we could buy a thousand of them with the $5,000 instead of buying one Star Wars alcoholic. That is a, that is a lot of dead poultry. Yeah. 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 If you're, if, if you're buying a thousand at 5,000, that's, that's still no. expensive ass chicken. <laughs> no, a thousand at $5. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, the, gotcha. the rotisserie chickens at Costco, dude. The little ones for five bucks. Gotcha. I'm about to say, I was like, what? Man, that's some expensive fucking chicken. I mean, you think R. Kelly's going to eat that kind of expensive ass chicken? He, the chicken he's getting is going to be bland as shit. Yeah. He is the chicken he's going to eat. I'm excited because it is almost hatch chili season, which means all the Costco's and Sam's and New Mexico will have hatch green chili uh, roast tissue chickens, and those are delicious. Damn it, now I want one. I know, they're so good. You know what? I, Tuesday, when we get back to the ABQ, I will send you a picture of my Sam's Club green chili chicken. Well, I have a Costco membership, but I can't get one out here. So, damn you, Kendo. Guys, we have a fuck, Mary kill to play. Okay. You ready? This is kind of fun. Riley Reed, Gina Valentina, or Dylan Harper? I don't know two of the three. And um, sounds like. I'm going to say don't marry any of them because you don't marry the porn woman. I agree with that. You can't, can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That's right. You would have looked like that fucking dude in that picture when uh, what's-her-name got engaged and was all over Instagram, and that guy looks sad as fuck. <laughs> when... <laughs> it wasn't Riley. That was, uh... No, that was... Yeah, that was Riley Reed because... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that shit went viral. Because, like, Riley Reed's engaged, and the guy looked like the most broken-down, physically, or uh, psychologically destroyed individual on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah I'm not going to okay, marry okay. anybody, but Dylan Harper would have to die. She is not my cup of tea. Yeah. Her forehead's just too massive. So all the all the all the better for for you to shoot on. God damn. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, folks, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to World Class Bullshitters as we fi- as we find a way to get demonetized and taken off YouTube. Nick, Nick is thirsty, folks. Uh, we're not going to get Costco chicken. We're just going to get you a lot of bottles of water. Um, I, I don't want to be boring, but I just, I guess I not marry any of them. So it'd just be like a game of FFF, and then that's it. Was- <laughs> a game of FFF, and then and then another game of get the fuck out. Yeah. It's like Chris Rock said, feed me, fuck me, shut the fuck up. It'd be feed me, fuck me, get the fuck out. That's it. It's simple as that. So, yep. they're... But I do love fuck, Mary kills. They're fun. <laughs> um, we have a very, very generous super chat from our friend Bombshoes. says, the boardroom pitch for Miss Marvel must have been, oh my god, oh my god, let's do Ugly Betty, but with superpowers. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it, it definitely seems like that. I've heard I've 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 heard the 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 main the main actress from that show is like really horrible to work with. Oh, America Ferrera. Yeah, because she she did that. Uh, what is it? Uh, that, that one show, Cloud Nine or whatever the hell. That sh- oh, the Superstore. The- Superstore. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good. That was a pretty fun show. I watched and almost then, every like, episode of it. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden it just died, and then I kept hearing. I was like, oh man, my, I you know apparently she was really difficult to deal with, and. Nobody wanted to act with her, so they just like you know, let it go because she was getting to be a little little too much. She left the show, which was nice, but then the show got canceled instantly. So it was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you know what? A lot of this entertainment seems like is 
the girls from college, Dion, like the girls that you would hear talk about random shit in the cafeteria, it's like they got all the power to make the shit that we wanted to watch in college. So it's like, oh, instead of having Iron Man do cool shit and fight aliens and go to space, it's like, yeah, let's just do Ugly Betty, but with superpowers. And so, right. You know, <laughs> which, you know, if, if that's your thing, fine. I, I don't have a problem with it. But if it doesn't become super successful, it's not because, you know, a toxic fan base review bombed it. You know, if something's good, people will come to watch it. And if you want to be that type of filmmaker or a company that, you know, is trying to sell these films, it simply rests and die, lives and dies on people coming to see it. And if people want to see Ugly Betty with superpowers, they would come to see it, but they fucking don't. It's not interesting enough for them to spend their money. If people are into it, that's fine, but don't don't harp on a toxic fan base when you didn't go see the fucking movie. And you can always tell when that's the case. You know, people getting uptight about Star Wars and all this stuff, and it's like if it if it was so good, you would have went and saw it. Plain and simple. But you didn't. Nope. Oh well. Yeah, it still it still reminds me of fucking uh, Charlie's Angels with um, Elizabeth um, Banks. Elizabeth Banks, where she's like, you know, oh, this movie's not meant for the men, and then all of a sudden Monday she's like, why did the men go see it? It's like you told us not to. <laughs> what did you? What do you want? Right. <laughs> like it's you know, it's 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 like Chelsea Handler's like just doing too much. Like yeah, it's cool for you to want there to be more action movies with women in it. That's cool, but you can't do too much. Women aren't going to randomly spend their money to see your thing when you're just talking about how, yeah, this is for you. This is this, I made this for you. I made this for you. Like, goddamn, fucking wine and dine me first before you try to fucking, you know, <laughs> rub your goddamn hands all over my sexy-ass body. Fuck. <laughs> like, women aren't, women fans aren't dumb. Like, they yeah. want to see something fucking cool. If the whole movie is reminding them they're a woman, it's like, okay, Fuck yes, I, I see that I'm a female. Thank you. I get well, it. The, Fuck. I wish Hollywood would remember that these successful movies that made all this money, like women went to see them already. They didn't like it wasn't all dudes that went and saw Star Wars. Like I do they realize that? Like it, it's not just no. dudes that went and saw the Avengers. It wasn't just dudes that went and saw Spider Man or James Bond or any of this shit. Like the audience, I don't have a demographic number breakdown, and you probably don't right now either. But women went and saw these fucking movies. And so, like, I don't get what changing of appeal. Like, it doesn't appeal to me. It's like, hey, they're like, all right, Jeff, we're going to make you your favorite movie ever. All right, we're going to bring back Pierce Brosnan and do James Bond. Great. But we're never going to see James Bond shoot a gun. It's like, what the fuck? So it's like, all right, you're going to give <laughs> right. me things you think I want, but ruin them? It's like, okay. But, it, yeah, and it's it's like, it's it's the weirdest thing. It's like, okay, we know, we know this other thing. We're going to spend money, so we're just going to pander to them. And give them the thing you like, but with but you know from from their point of view or what we think is their point of view. No, <laughs> that's not how that works. Well, and if you're gonna if you are gonna do it that way, you have to make it good and cool. Like if, if you, the premise can't be, hey, remember how hard it is to be insert person here. Like they already know how hard it is. They don't want to fucking watch a, a whole movie about that. Like yeah, I know how hard it is, bitch. I live that every day. They want to see something fucking good and something cool, you know, and that's, you know, that's why this shit doesn't work out. You know, it's not review bombing, you know, fucking whatever incel in his basement 
isn't writing enough reviews to you know coordinating with the other assholes online to review bomb something like that 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 just that's just crazy like oh this is what costs hundreds of millions of dollars fucking dudes in their basement like yeah they're assholes and i'm sure some of them did try it but if you can't if you can't convince people to give you their money they're not going to give you their money that you if you're saying that the group of people that you're checking all these boxes for are, are smart they would be smart like okay well i'm gonna go see the movie now because all these assholes are so terrible but like it doesn't work that way it, it, like fuck it's not you, you know, Elizabeth Banks and fucking Lucasfilm. You can't be like, oh yeah, it's it's all their fault. Like, did you make it good? Did you did you did you watch your movie? You know, it's like fuck. Yeah, you, you, you can't lay down for everyone. Yeah, that that also therein lies the fallacy in that whole argument too. Because if your movie was actually good, it wouldn't matter how much people were trying to review bomb it. They would still show people would still, you know, word of mouth would get around exactly. trusted sources would get around. People would still go see the movie. So it's like, uh, you know, the, for instance, the last Jedi, when they tried to say, Oh, it's just a bunch of Russian bops review bombing and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, people just genuinely didn't like it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I'm sure there are like, one star reviews for Top Gun Maverick as well. I'm sure people do. I'm sure there's a, a, a portion of people who don't like that movie, and they're wrong. But there's still there's still a portion of the audience that doesn't like that movie. Um, yeah. But you don't hear people making articles about that and how it's an attack on this or that or anything like that. I mean, I mean, you could literally make make an article about that's being like, oh, um. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes got you know so many thousands, tens of thousands of uh, negative views for Top Gun. It's 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 you know these are people against America. You could totally write that article, dude, and I say Googled it's Russian bots Top- in that and that in that form too. Actually, I googled Top Gun two review just for the hell of it. According to Google, it has a four point eight out of five star rating with uh eighteen thousand seventy ratings. It's sitting at ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's, you know, got a lot of love. I'm looking for a one-star review because I want to hear somebody shit on it. Um, what do you think they're going to say? Goddamn 99% audience score. 50,000 plus bear. <laughs> it's like the movie that you didn't know everybody needed. It's like Top Gun saves the world. It's like, what year is this? Okay, cool. I'm on board with every actor. Um, oh. if it, Okay, if, if it, it's probably going to say it's just a copy of the first one. It's probably going to be one of the negative reviews. Um, uh, and a movie, a movie about a bunch of white dudes or something like that is going to be one of the reviews as well. Somebody's angry about that. Um, yeah. Scott um, Mendelson, Scott Mendelson gave it a five just... out of ten. He said Tom Cruise's <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is an audiovisual treat and generally well made for blockbuster. Even has become a Rise of Skywalker style nostalgic nostalgic ode to itself. Oh, God, shut up, Scott. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, I, I know. I know some of the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of the first one are like critic reviews that are from like essentially somebody in 2022 is reviewing the movie from 1986 by 2022 standards, and they're like giving it bad scores. And they were like, "Oh, uh, you know, the, the original Top Gun. Many people love it. It is just a jingoistic blah blah blah." It's like, go fuck yourself. Okay, this movie came out in 1986. And then the ones from that I saw that were like railing on the new Top Gun, it was either mainly because, oh, you know, we look really tough and bad blowing up poor countries or something like that. It's like shut up. It's like you you couldn't even tell what, you couldn't even tell what country or what or what, what what who the bad guys were. They were faceless bad guys. You didn't know anything about them. Yeah, 
They were most definitely not Iran. <laughs> All right. So the first negative review I could find when I was going by the newest ones is from five hours ago from Stinky L. Schlock. Been there, seen that, predictable. Marvel-branded CGI schlock movies are more entertaining pretty much in every way. So they'll take, they'll take like Marvel, Marvel movie number 30 over uh, uh, Top Gun. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Like there aren't a lot of airplane movies in general. And so I'm okay with more than. All right, here we go. From Stefano. Is this a sequel? Because for the most part, it just seems like a louder, faster remake. It's the most Tom Cruisiest movie ever made. A soulless piece of cinema, but we're not in the 80s anymore. So it won't even become a cult, just a money grabber. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's stupid. That's like actually a stupid comment. Like, you, oh my god! And it's, and well, it's, I, I love how they call it. It's soulless, but like, hey, you know, Goose's son is in it and has an emotional conflict that, with that. The movie had a lot of heart. It yeah, has, yeah, it really did, dude. Soulless. Especially, yeah. especially the, the the scene when he's with fucking Val Kilmer. Like, I nearly cried. I was like, holy shit, this is a, this is happening right now. Like, it was it yeah. was awesome. God, what a great movie. Yeah, I'm excited to watch I'm, I'm excited to Me watch. too. I feel like I've missed out like a lot. <laughs> well, the good, ah, thing is, the good thing is it's still in theaters. It's still in theaters. So. Yeah, and honestly, just to tell you the truth, man, I'm so damn happy with that movie. Not because it's a sequel to Top Gun, my favorite movie of all time, and not because it was really good, but because it's restored my faith in actually going to the theater and seeing good movies again because I was racking my brain. I was like, when's the last time I went to the theater? I was excited to go to the theater. And I was excited and happy with everything about everything after I left the theater, not including 2020 when I, you know, went to the COVID opening theater by my house that was showing like Ghostbusters and Back to the Future. Because I mean, how could you not? But really, it was Endgame was the last time I went to the movies where I was just like stoked going in, and I just felt great coming out. And Top Gun has done that for me again there was there was that there was a really like kind of weird time during the pandemic when they were just showing a bunch of good 80s movies which like i wasn't mad at that at all i was not hell mad no in one, 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 one single bit i was mad when it stopped i'm like i got ghostbusters i got back to the future i got back to the future too i got gremlins i'm like what's coming next will i finally get to see top gun on the big screen well maybe i'll get to see back to the future part three maybe i'll get to see ghostbusters too who knows and then yeah, it's like, it was, oh, we're back to showing regular movies again. I'm like, damn it! No, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was because there was a place near me in Atlanta that was, uh, it was a, it was a brewery that had a theater in it and also did food. So I mean, you had a bunch of good beer, a bunch of good drinks, a bunch of good food, and a bunch of good movies. I was like, this is all I want right now. This is all I want. Just do this all the time. I'd be really happy. <laughs> well, I'm glad that. Uh... Theaters are back. That's the thing. Um, no, no more Jeff, they're not. They're, 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 nobody's going to go see any movies ever. Yeah, uh, the pandemic yeah. killed the, the theater going experience. Yeah, man. That's it's, what it's, I was it's told. Gone. It's gone. It's, it's dead. It's dead. That and Cell Rising Up. Did you see they tried to pull that out for Lightyear? They're like, oh, man, no family movies are been, have been a big hit since the pandemic. And I pulled out the fucking things. It's like, here are the last three years. Here's the top ten. Look. It used to be that seven of the top ten were Disney movies, but now it's one out of the top ten are Disney movies. And but the still it's on average three to five of those movies are still family movies. So they're really trying to pull any excuse out for that fucking company. But oh, of course they are, man. Like yeah, because like they, they I think I, th I mean I think they're kind of figuring it out now. They they can't blame their fans because 
you know, don't buy the hand that, that gives you the fucking money because, you know, it's the hand that gives you money. And if you keep doing that, they're going to get really pissed off and not buy your product anymore. So we don't do yeah. that. Respect the audience. That's the number one key. John Thomas, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, I concur, no mayo, but no ketchup. Uh, D, maybe. Uh, pickle is evil. Mustard, ketchup, onion, and a ton of pickle. That's your that's your preferred cheeseburger? Um, Wait, he said pickle is evil, but then he wants a ton of pickles on it? Um, it just says, yeah, and, and a D, maybe, pickle is evil. Yeah, that's... That's what it says, but I would eat a mustard ketchup onion and pickled cheeseburger that's just mcdonald's burger yeah pretty much add just throw some cheese and green chili on it in your hat and you're good there you go there you go who has the absolute worst cheeseburger that you can get uh from fast food kendo <sighs> probably mcdonald's yeah burger king's not much better no, Burger King's not much better. Wendy's is really good. I do really like Wendy's. Um, I, w- I won't say Whataburger because their cheeseburgers are okay. Their regular burgers are far better. Uh, so Wendy's over Whataburger if we're talking cheeseburgers. Uh, In-N-Out makes a good cheeseburger. But I think I like Wendy's better, maybe. Uh, Blake's Burger makes a really great ch- uh, chili cheeseburger. But... That's a regional thing that's not exclusive across the country. Yeah, uh, like, well, I would say Fat Burger makes a good burger. They're only out here. I'm just going to say probably Wendy's, maybe Carl's Jr. or Hardee's. Right now it's Hardee's, and in a couple hmm. days we'll be back to Carl's Jr. again. Which do you prefer now? Which sounds? Which is easier to say? Uh, Carl's Jr., just because I see it more. So the funny thing is, I used to go to Hardee's like once a week and then I moved and now it's Carl's Jr. And I'm like, oh, cool. Now it's Carl's Jr. I can go to his Carl's Jr. I have not gone to it yet. I'll have to change that next week. I'll, I'll, I'll stop by and be like, look, first time ever. And I'll have a bunch of people back home like, what are you talking about? This is Hardee's. Like, oh, it is? I didn't know. <laughs> okay, guys, this is a very fun fuck, Mary kill because it's very personal. So it's your favorite actress, your favorite female wrestler, and your favorite porn star. So that's tough because you got it's your favorites across the board, and they so got to fuck Mary Kill. I will. Oh, yeah. I I will go first, I guess, because who's my favorite actress? Though? That's the problem. Like my favorite woman wrestler would be Trish Stratus, and who would I? Do they still have to be working, or can they be retired? No, they can they can be retired because it, it, it's a probably an all time thing. Because I can't even think of a current favorite actress or wrestler. I can't think of a favorite current porn star. Let's go with Gianna Michaels from back in the day. <laughs> <'Cause> Gianna Michaels. <laughs> yeah, come on, everybody knows that one. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> She's been everywhere, man. Yeah. Jeez, um, you're not you're not kidding. <laughs> a lot of miles on those tires. Be- that's why she's going to be killed. <laughs> I don't know who's going to get the boot. It's it's difficult because they're all my favorites. I guess Trish Stratus is going to live in some form or fashion because she's cool. Um, what about you guys? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have a. I don't know if I've ever had a favorite actress or favorite female wrestler. I've never had a favorite, like, maybe Scarlett Johansson would be my favorite female actress. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that, that, that's mine. My, my favorite female wrestler, just because she looks good as Nikita Lyons. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's not she's not very good in wrestling, from what I hear. But I could I could care less. I don't watch her. For, I don't I don't swallow her social media for that bullshit, anyways. No. So all right, all right. I, I I can answer this, and I'm gonna do it as generically as possible. But I've got logic behind it. I'm going to fuck my favorite actress because she's probably most likely an airhead and one of those elitist bitches that wants to tell her about how to live their life. And I don't want to deal with that shit every day. I will marry my favorite female wrestler. Not that I have one, but I would because she's probably at least athletic and can go. And that could be a lot of fun. And then I'm going to kill my favorite female porn star because, again, I don't have one. I've never had one because that's just weird. And, uh, and I'm going to kill her because, again, a lot of miles on the tire and... Well, you don't marry the porn whore. <laughs> never, never. Hmm. And before anybody comes at me with anything saying about how sexist that is, that goes both ways. Ladies, you don't marry the porn whore guy. No. <laughs> well, no. A little hard. I call him the porn whore. Goddamn. The porn whore guy. <laughs> PWG. <laughs> oh, man. Um,. SH Rebels 08, thank you very much for another fuck Mary kill. Apple juice, orange juice, or cranberry juice? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to marry orange juice, fuck cranberry juice, and kill apple juice. I'm marrying orange juice. I'm going to kill cranberry juice. I'm going to fuck apple juice. They got uh, fucking. Marrying apple juice, fucking orange juice, and killing cranberry. Uh, I will marry orange juice, fuck cranberry juice, and kill apple juice. There was also a request for one of... Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling... Yeah. There you go. I say Troubles 08. Uh, also, he has a title. There will be Fanny. <laughs> you know, there used to be a time where if that was the title of your movie, everyone would have went and seen your film. Now, now if you title a movie that way, you're, you're, you're going to get, uh, you know, protested and then you're going to get a lot yeah. of you're get a weird hashtag for about two or three days on, on Twitter. So, yeah. yeah, well, hashtag no Fanny for old men. <laughs> Oh god! Speaking of the internet, I mean, like that, like look, 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 look at Morbius. Like, look how much these movie studios re- rely on Twitter because Too because much. of because because of a hashtag went went viral. They're like, oh, we need to re-release it again, and they still fucking lost. Well, it's morbid time, bro. Oh my god, that's one of the buttons we can't press anymore. Oh, okay, I figured as much. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm tired of copy strikes from this. <laughs> we, we we got our hand slapped for that one. Yeah, that was it. Who who came after us? Uh, Marvel or uh, Saban? Saban. Oh. Uh, Saban. 
Chris Saban, the wrestler. Uh, Darian217, thank you very much for your very generous super chat. Darian says, I give Miles Teller credit for the Top Gun 2 performance. Totally won me over with his performance in Fan Forstick. It was like two different people. I felt he did a good job in it and elevated his status a bit. I'll press your button just a moment for you, but uh, what do you guys say about that? Uh, Miles Teller's been an actor that I've heard a lot of buzz and positive hype for but really missed most of his roles. I've only seen a handful of his shit. Well, that's that that's because he started and was kind of getting big for a second. And then apparently he be like I forget, he did something like he did he did a couple of asshole things and then his credit went down real quick. I think I, th- I think I think he blew off like a reporter hit on her during an interview or something like that. He did something really shitty. Well, shitty shitty according to Hollywood and you know that kind of bullshit. And then he went down in status for a long time and then he had to work his way up while doing other movies and now that he's on top gun 2 and everybody loves him again he's you know he's back he's back in you know the spotlight yeah i i didn't know what a miles teller was before this movie and now i know what a miles teller is i'm like yeah he did a really good job and he actually sings great balls of fire on the soundtrack and that's it's awesome. not bad hmm. that's good um Darian 2 and 7 also requested this. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Should we do a version of that where I put the Wilhelm scream over the moose? Yes. <laughs> or would that be yes. too much? No. 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 That would not yeah. be too much. If anything, that would improve it. <laughs> All right, then I'll uh, I'll work on that. Maybe I'll use that as a replacement. The audience would be funny as hell. <laughs> I laugh. Um, we have another one from our friend Joseph Fazio who says Char Hut Burger, Florida. Ah, uh, well, when we're in Florida, we're gonna have to try Char Hut Burgers. Ooh, opened in 1976 in Miami. Hmm, those look delicious. Uh, I should close the tab, guys. Yeah, I want about us to, to get. I want us to get the barstool pizza equivalent. Like, I want us to be the cheeseburger channel where we just get to go and eat every cheeseburger yeah. in the world. That'd be so that fucking would be, fun. That would be one. I'm entirely down for that. I'm entirely down for that. We look like the type of guys that could honestly judge a cheeseburger. So, people like honesty, right? That's true. They do. Yeah. Yeah, you'd buy a cheeseburger if we told you it was good. I hope. And then, uh, let's... Move on to the next segment of the show tonight, boys. Actually, hold on. One more super chat, and then we'll move on to the next segment from our friend Xavier to God. Fuck, Mary, kill. A zombie, a vampire, or a mummy? <laughs> huh. I'm, I'm, I'm killing the fucking zombie. I'm not, I'm not fucking it or marrying it or whatever. The zombie's dead. Gets shot in the head, and it's, it's down. <clears throat> I'll probably fuck the vampire and try and try, and try to get you know, um, uh, what is it uh, like? Fucking living forever, you know, as an STD, hopefully. And <laughs> then I'll marry the I'll marry the mummy because you know the mummy probably has some you know some gold or whatever, and you know one of its one of its chambers in the fucking pyramid. So I'm I'm, I'm hopeful I'm hopeful for that. Um, I'll go with. Um, kill the zombie fuck the mummy and marry the vampire because it'll look the best the longest so. <clears throat> see that's alright so 
I'm killing the zombie for the obvious reasons, but I'm only going to fuck the vampire instead of marrying the vampire and have to marry the mummy because being if you marry the vampire, you're going to be turned into a vampire and you're going to live for almost all of eternity with that person. And that seems like a really long time to be married and sticking <laughs> with the same person. Fair. I just was worried about decomposition. That's fair. <laughs> so, the man on the screen is named Bond, James Bond. And tonight we have some actual information about the future of James Bond because it's going to be a while before we see 007 back on the big screen and it's going to be a complete reinvention. So okay. when you hear the phrase Called complete reinvention, yeah, what do you think that means? Dion, let's start with you. And what do you think the phrase complete reinvention means for the James Bond franchise? They're going to do something similar they did with Dion Craig where he's not going to be the the the, the brown haired They're going to make they're going to make some crazy uh some crazy change for James Bond. So, you know, I I yeah, specifically with them wording it like that, I could see them trying to do something fucking uh, something really drastic. Nick, I agree. I mean, if they yeah, because because when they when they say reinvention, that's never that's never a good sign because it seemed like you know after they were done with Craig, they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to go back to Olger's Bond. Now it's reinvention. You don't need to like you don't need to reinvent the fucking wheel. You know how it worked. You know what. What didn't work and what didn't work and what did, you know that exactly. The fact that you're trying to quote unquote reinvent the fucking you don't have to. It's right there. It's all right there. Just make just make a good fun action movie with a spy. That's it. It's really easy. Kendo, what about you? Well, I'm gonna stick with my original prediction that I had before I uh we came out with no time to die. I said that they're going to put him away. They're going to shelve Bond for a few years to let the furor die down and to lull everybody to a sense of calm. And then Bond will be back, except for it won't. It'll be Jane Bond. It'll be uh, Monica, the chick that played Monica Rambo. I cannot think of her fucking name. Uh, yeah, that's the one. As, it'll be her as you know, 007 or some other type of palette swap of some sorts or another, and then. The hope being that you know that we've ignored it for so long that uh, we're not going to care, or that we that they'll get the new audience that they that that this mythical new audience that's you know out there that isn't subscribed to you know their their consensus audience that they have now you know the ninety five percent you know male audience that watches this shit they're going for that five percent <laughs> that mythical uh, you know other audience that's I out love- there just craving for content that they can you know reflects them i i i love when they're going for that five percent somehow somehow they think the five percent is more money than the 95 percent. i don't know how that math works I, I don't think it does but good good luck guys we're counting on you well here's what we have so far 007's next outing will completely reinvent the james bond series according to producer barbara broccoli the 26 Bond movie will reinvent who James Bond is, but they haven't found an actor to take up the mantle just yet. Nobody's in the running, she said. We're working out where to go with him. We're taking it through that. 
Uh, there isn't a script, and we can't come up with one until we decide how we're going to approach the next film, because really, it's a reinvention of Bond. We're reinventing who he is, and that takes time. I'd say that filming is at least two years away. Broccoli's comments were made during the BFI Fellowship Dinner, where she and whatever, you don't care about that. Um, according to Broccoli, previously said that the search for the next James Bond would begin in 2022 after Craig's dramatic exit prompted speculation about who would become the world's greatest spy. And now she says we're not thinking about that at all. Uh, we want to have Daniel Craig have his time of celebration, and then we'll think about that in the future. So, reinvention, as I asked you guys, I'm guessing that James Bond comes back completely unrecognizable, but it's going to be funny because... This type of shit is no has never been in vogue. But we are now watching it make so little money that if the James Bond producers try to... I don't want to say wokeify because I hate using that. It's so lame. Like, Wokebusters is meant to make fun of that shit. But, like, if, like, they're going to do that to Bond, it might be really late to the party. To the point where it's, like, laughable that they're so late. And then, you know, just kill the IP off. Like, maybe instead of reinventing him reinvent him to the way he was when he kicked ass. I don't need to know if he's a damaged individual. I don't need to see him cry. I don't need to see him... Uh, I don't need to see him be too old to be James Bond. You know what I need? He needs to be reinvented. A James Bond movie where he's a spy at the height of his powers, kicking ass, going around the world, boning, blowing shit up, and not worry about being politically correct. James Bond, hell, have fucking smoke a cigar. Smoke a cigarette. Smoke. James Bond used to smoke. Have him smoke again. Do all of that shit. Have him get drunk. Have him do all the stuff that people don't like in a James Bond movie. Fuck, put the scar on his face. Do all of that crap. And let's see what happens. But don't try to change him up because of the, the modern world we live in. Because the modern world likes James Bond. We all do. Like, there's a reason why Amazon will pay money for it. And there's a reason why it's a big deal when it comes to streaming. And there's a reason why it's a newsworthy story that you're still talking about James Bond uh, 60 years later after Dr. No debuted. Maybe, maybe you just leave it at that and realize that James Bond works. We love the character. Even when you change him up to the point you did with Daniel Craig, people still came back for it. But you can't reinvent him again. Because what you're finding is people were patient with Daniel Craig Bond. But when we got to the end, we all kind of realized, yeah, let's go back to the way it was kind of better. You know, we don't need to die another day. But, you know, GoldenEye was a great balance between realism and darkness and crazy over the top shit. You don't need to have a Bond movie be Quantum of Solace, Grim Dark. And so I don't know where they're going to go with it. I'm nervous because James Bond is still my favorite fictional character. But please, dear God, just let it be swift. Whatever they do, he's already dead. Maybe make him a zombie. Maybe make it a comedy, a musical comedy, where he's a zombie, back from the grave. Ooh. You, no, hold on. I got it. The next James Bond movie should be an afterlife film where James Bond has to fight Dr. No, Goldfinger, and all of his other henchmen in the afterlife for a second time. It's like Into the Spider-Verse, but just James Bond villains. I'm there. You sign me up for that, you'll get my money. I'd watch that. I think that'd be a great comic book. I don't know if that'd be a great movie. <laughs> Uh, It'd be better than whatever the fuck Barbara Broccoli wants to reinvent James Bond as. That, that is, that's well, true. Well, well, okay, well, okay. Say, say they, say they come out with Jane Bond. Let's say this. Say, let's say it happens. That's Jane Bond happening. comes out. They they announce it at the end of the end of this year. Jane Bond. We have our female actress. Whatever. She's hot. She's athletic. Jane Bond. Whatever. Um, how many movies do you think? How many movies do you think it'll that will tank? It will take them to realize they fucked up. It'll, one. If they do it, I'd say two. 
I'd say you'd have two failures that like barely broke even, and then they'd find because it's you know again I, I don't think they're gonna do that. I think like I said you know we kind of talked about this you know a couple months ago. You know, I Charlie's Angels shook a lot of people off of that fucking Jane Bond shit. It, it really did. But if they if they went ahead and did it, I think it'd be the equivalent of like Steel with Shaq with, with, when when Shaq was trying to be an action star. Like it's a movie that happened. They are probably make a sequel because again, they, you know, flavor of the month type stuff, and it won't make any money either. And it's just gonna be like, oh shit, okay, well maybe we'll have to give the people what they actually want. Give these people air. <laughs> Give the people air. Like, just make him again. Like, the shit. The fucking the premise of the show should be, you know, make them do cool shit. Like, you know, we don't have to have the emotional journey. Like Jeff said, every fucking movie. Like, oh, he's not ready. Then you know, like the like classic Jeff rant. He's not ready. Then he's too old. But then he's not old. But then, but now he's the only one that can do the job. It's like fuck, man. Like we just make him do badass shit like he's not trying to make the world a better place culturally dude's like oh here's this threat uh i gotta go fucking kill it or a lot of people are gonna fucking die let's fucking go i feel like i'm a fucking blunt instrument let's yeah let's go be blunt bitch and see some cool shit i feel like well i I feel like his like i feel like the like his emotions and his, his things like that were almost explored enough in the Brosnan era because you know you had him when he was hurt and you know he had to <laughs> he had his shoulder hurt and then was like you can't you can't go it'll be cleared by the doctor and then he goes bangs the doctor he's cleared um and and and, and then he real he realizes that he fucked up because you know his shoulder's still screwed up and the villains you know using it against him and you know that whole thing especially in goldeneye you have his his you know his lifelong friend alex who betrays him and they mention how you know his parents things like that in dialogue very briefly but it's all done very briefly and in dialogue and enough to give you enough of a past and enough emotional levity to you know to give you you know more than just a one-dimensional character but well, it's well, those just emotional enough. parts were straightforward it's exactly yeah they were yeah they were very, very straightforward. and his and his and his best friend at work fucking died and then shit he's alive and he's fucking trying to fuck the world over like that it was straight up oh, my former best friend he's alive he faked his death and now he's 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 going after it. i got i gotta fucking kill him you know this you know one was oh it's a fucking you know he's it's a media mogul who you know mi6 is already fucking suspicious of oh his the love of his life from his college years the one that got away is the dude's wife and he fucking kills her all right i'm gonna kill this motherfucker and i'm gonna save the world you're like you don't have to you know fucking quantum Asalis was oh well, the love of his life betrayed him, and she fucking died. So he's dealing with that, and he's mad at her. Then he won't forgive her. Then he, fu- <laughs> then the, the 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 Spanish Jew from the from Casino Royale is in it, and he fucking gets killed. But he's also his only friend. Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. And he's got issues with fucking M. And like they don't trust each other. And then she realized that she should have trusted him. And he's like, oh, but then oh, I I I fucked the other the other agent and she got fucking drowned in oil so the, it's like just so much shit going on yeah yeah like, it, it's yeah yeah forward. yeah yeah it seems like the, the daniel craig stuff they went too emotional but with with Chris brosnan there was like it was like you said it's all straightforward it's just there it's a dialogue we know what happened he had an emotional reaction to whatever was said in that moment and it's over with it's done you know yeah. it was it was there and it was gone it happened we saw it cool done that's it 
right you know it's just it's just trying to trying to do too much with the material you know just like, like chelsea handler back to her <laughs> like fuck you're doing too much like ease off the fucking gas but like, we don't need to see james bond be emotional you know and that's the you know the fucking you know everyone wanted to get all fucking up in arms of how great no time to die was besides being a stupid name and it's like, yeah, he was in love, and then he didn't trust her. But also, she has a dark past that's coming forward with this guy who's a fucking maniac. And then James Bond leaves her because she lied to him. And then he realizes he shouldn't have left her. And then it's like, oh yeah, but she still lied to him. Like we're just gonna, we're just gonna brush past. Like that's that's a plot point that she like she she legit like he had every reason to be upset with her. Like it's not weird. But then it's like, oh, but no, they're going to get back together. And now he can't touch them. Oh, so when he can't touch it, that means he's going to kill himself. It's like, God damn. Like, oh, my, just doing two. Oh, and then also his best friend dies. And it, oh, and it's fucking an inspector. But the inspector, <laughs> and it's like, oh, my fucking God, you're doing too much with it. I just want to see him do cool shit. The the best parts where you actually saw him like really emotionally act with somebody was him and Jeffrey Wright, where Jeffrey Wright was playing Felix Leiter. Those oh, yeah. were the best scenes in those in those movies. Those were the best yeah. scenes of the Daniel, Daniel Craig movies. I fucking loved them. Well, even like again, the straightforward boom. His his best friend and this asshole is working for the main villain, betrayed him and killed him. And he gets he gets the chance to get get back. And he goes, Come on, James, we're on the same team. I, I I have a fucking brother. I had a brother. And he crushes him with the car. That was cool. Like that's James Bond doing something cool. But it's like, oh, uh, you know, then you immediately undo that with, oh, here's this villain that we totally wasted. And I was a kid and blah, blah, blah. And you, you do you love her? I'm going to weirdly take her hostage when I like, but I saved her earlier. But don't worry about that. And then I'm going to fucking poison the world. And it's like, oh, OK, so that's a OK, great. Now that, that, that that's at the end of the fucking movie. Complete fucking left turn of the whole story. OK, cool. Great. I'm, I'm I'm involved. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Somebody in the chat suggested James Bond Jr. as a reboot. I'll, I'm down. That was a great show. I would, I'll watch be, a live I mean, action. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. HBO Max would have to buy that, or maybe, maybe, maybe no. HBO Max have to buy it and do it because I trust them now. I don't trust Netflix. I don't trust Amazon. I don't trust Hulu. I would say, yeah, them or stars or maybe even Showtime would have to buy it and do it, um, because at least they would, you know, put some fucking thought into it and make it good. But what, 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 what would you want to see in James Bond Junior? What would, what, are the, what would the premise, what would the real life premise be in in that show that we would have? Okay, so if I'm trying not to be a, okay, I'll just be a fucking fan. I want the, if it's a live action movie or is it a live action show? Let's like, say, let's say, let's say it's a, let's say it's, yeah, let's say it's a show. Let's say it's a show. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I'd want a show. I just, I just have a visual of a live action version of the cartoon where they're just kind of like running around the world doing crazy shit, like stealing okay, hovercrafts and blowing them up. And maybe, maybe that could be the movie. It's just James Bond Jr. on a, or the show. It's just James Bond Jr. Um, he essentially, you know what James Bond Jr. would be as a movie or a TV show? It'd be Kingsman, the first one, because Eggsy would be the same age as James Bond Jr. So, okay, like Kingsman, the 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 modern day TV show. That's all it would be. I would gotcha. watch that. It doesn't have to be James Bond Jr. Hell, just make me a Kingsman show, or I don't know, 
make me a, sh- a funny show about spies. I'd watch that. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kate Kingsman was great. Um, I, 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 I did also kind of like the third one as well that came out. That was like the prequel, but. I, I'm not a fan when 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 movies do that. It's kind of like you know, oh, you did two ones in the modern era. Oh, we're gonna retell. We're gonna tell the, st- the prequel story that we've told you in the first movie, just in dialogue. We're gonna make a full movie out of it. It's like I don't care to see that. Just give me more of this. If it's good enough for Puppet Master, it's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> really, okay. Puppet Master Jeff? Really? No, not really. I'm about to say I was like Charles Band fucking Full Moon Productions. Oh my god, he's a friend. Really. Who fucking guy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to say I was like, you know Charles Band. What what are you what are you holding out on me, man? I I got a couple connections to listen, some people. Listen, listen, listen. Out. listen if, you can, you. if you can if you if, if you can give me that that that, that, that transfers remake contract, I'll be real happy. I can make that happen. I'm your friend. Yeah, after all. that'd be that, that that'd be awesome. <laughs> So, uh, the, uh, our friend John Thomas says gay bond. There's no audience for Look, if you change it up, that's one of his hallmarks. You're not going to open up James Bond to having a bigger audience. You're just going to get a lot of people to fight over it, and then nobody's going to go to your movie. And just your entertainment for escapist purposes. Like, I don't get what you would ever do that for. It just wouldn't work financially. It doesn't matter. You would be... Chasing that audience that does not exist. Well, um, maybe if they chase it, it'll show how virtuous they are, and then the regular audience will come back because, hey, they're trying really hard to make the world a better place through a James Bond movie. No. Yes, that's how I decide what movies I'm going to go to. Is Which one is trying to make the world a better place? You know, I could... Watch Miss Marvel because it's such a great representation of a certain type of family in America. Or I could be entertained to go see Top Gun. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd exactly. Spend the money exactly. <laughs> Xavier to God, thank you very much. He has another fuck Mary kill. This is Ninja Turtle edition. Uh, the 2014, the 2012, the 2017, and the Transformers 2007. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. He meant to say Ninja Turtles 2014, Power Rangers 2017, or Transformers 2007. What is your fuck, Mary kill? Oh, God. I'm, kill- I'm killing Transformers. I'm killing Transformers. Um... <sighs> Probably... <laughs> Probably marrying T- uh, Tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and fucking the Power Rangers because at least some of the girls in that were, were kind of cute. So They yeah. were. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'll go. Okay, so these are this these three movies have something in common for me. They're all movies that most people hate that I don't like, but I don't think they're very bad. They're kind of like this, this how I see the Justice League movie. It's just okay enough that if it's on at your house and you're watching it, I'll sit down with you and then we'll talk through the whole movie. But like, I'm not buying any of these pieces of shit. But to play the game. I'm going to fuck the Power Rangers. I'm going to marry Transformers and I'm going to kill TMNT because I can tolerate the first Transformers movie to the point where <laughs> if it was like five bucks, I'd buy it on 4K just to see how the picture quality looks. That's but, okay. That's, 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 that's kind of fair. That's kind of fair. <laughs> yeah. That's as nice as I can be about the first Transformers movie. 
it's all downhill from there, and it wasn't a very high peak to start. So that's why I'm answering. Uh, Kendo? Uh, let's see. This one's really tough. No, it isn't. I'm killing the fucking Ninja Turtles movie. I'm killing it dead ten fucking times. And then I'm going to hate fuck the Transformers movie and then marry the Power Rangers because reasons. Damn. Morbid time. You, you, you don't like that, that it was Rachel <laughs> who named her turtles after painters? <laughs> it was April and no. Rachel O'Neill. Who's Rachel O'Neill? Rachel, Rachel. Just some generic Irish girl. That's Rachel O'Neill. Okay. That, well, Rachel. Her, her real name is Rachel April O'Neill. So it was it's a middle that she just goes by April because one of her favorite painters, April Johnson Bartholomew X, uh, <laughs> had the same first name. Or middle name, so yeah, and then she named her turtles after painters. I'm a fan of Rachel <laughs> Johansson Mortimer X. Uh, yeah, like, she, she's <laughs> um, let's see what's up with the audience, man. So, uh Thank you very much for the uh, that as well, Savior to God. Um, John Ghost, sorry, John Ghost gives us a super chat sticker of a thumbs up pair. Thank you very much, John. Xavier to God is back again. He says, "Have you guys seen James Bond versus Austin Powers in ERP?" Yeah, I have not. That's a fucking hilarious video. Uh, epic rap battles. Yeah, epic rap battles. Oh. Okay, yeah, that, that, that's what I thought it was. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. I, I haven't seen that one. I might have seen it back in the day. Because it's from 2016, so they did a really good job casting Tom Cruise to play Austin Powers in the opening to Gold Member. Because <laughs> the guy playing Austin the, Tom Powers Cruise might be fucking battle. weird, but the dude's got a sense of humor, and it's like he God does. Damn. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, what, what is it? Fucking Ted Gr- Ted Grossman from Tropic Thunder. Yeah, Lex oh, Grossman. Like Lex, Lex Grossman. Yeah, Lex Grossman. Yeah. Oh God. Ted Grossman. See, I, I want to see. I want to see that. That's his. That's his brother who has a successful real estate company, but he's not. But he's not as big as as, as Les. As big brother. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm. When I think Tom Cruise, my brain doesn't go to crazy Scientology anymore. He has done a really great job of just continually making entertaining movies since whatever. Was that 2004, 2005? To the point where it's like, yeah, I I still remember you jumping on a couch, but that's like the 15th most relevant thing you've done recently. It's like, all right, Top Gun 2 (laughs) is a game changer. All the Mission Impossible since Part Four have been great, dude. No, they no, they they, yeah, they've been yeah. I've he's he's really like, I hate to say it, but like James Bond's gone down and Mission Impossible's gone up for me because like they're yeah easily yeah they're like they've they've got the fun aspect. They've got the gadget aspect on there. I mean, if they would get, I mean, even, they even have the women. The women are pretty hot too. So yeah, yeah. and don't they got wrong, it all really. Still, still fuck Scientology. And like, if I were like, Tom Cruise, I'd be like, yeah, you probably should leave that shit, dude. Uh, but it's like, god damn it, does he make good movies? Except the Mummy. <laughs> yeah, he's like the last. He he's not only like the last great movie star. He's like the last great action star too. Yeah, that's that, that's true. Um, I agree. Yeah, he yeah, like I I love how he has a fucking ep- ep- epilogue in the beginning of of Top Gun. He's like, yeah, we did everything practically. Hope yeah, you guys enjoy it. I was like, all right. Yeah, that was like that was awesome when I when it popped up and it's like Tom Cruise talking to me because he made it feel like he was talking to me personally because there was eye contact with the camera and and sincerity. 
But then again, he's a Scientologist, so he's probably learned how to fake that shit. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, he came on and he said, we made this movie for you, the fan. We use practical effects. Those are real F-18s flying. You know, we, we did this for you. and We want you to enjoy this movie. I'm like, you know, I feel comforted and I feel better. And I think this is going to be great. And then, you know what happens after that? The fucking bell thing sounds, and here we go. It's the opening credits to Top Gun, but in Top Gun 2, it's not Tomcats, it's Hornets, but it's all the same shit, same font, same everything. And I said, I, I'm so happy. It even had the same little weapons fighter school, or fighter school uh, crawl thing at the beginning of it, too. And then just went straight into, boom, Top Gun Maverick. I'm like, they made this for me. I'm so happy. <laughs> You know what would make the world a better place, but I don't expect it to happen? If Beverly Hills Cop 4 is somehow as good as Top Gun and Maverick is going to be, or however good it is, like, that's what I'm hoping for. Because it's like, hey, all these great properties get revived, except the ones I like. Like, Star Wars? Fuck you, Jeff. Indiana Jones? uh Uh-uh. Bond? No. Spider-Man? It's going to take a minute to get decent. It's like, hey, Top Gun, the movie you kind of like is great. Cool. That's a win for us, but like... Come on. I, I, I hope that happens for you. Yeah, I hope I, that I, happens I, for you. I sincerely I, I, hope I that. Too. Yeah, I do too. I because really then do. you can feel like I did after I saw Top Gun, where I finally found the fulfillment and happiness and meaning in my life. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, especially this year. <laughs> seeing, wait, hold on. So so seeing Top Gun 2 did, did that for you. Not not anything else this year. Just, just that. No. I mean, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know what your priorities like, Kendo. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so let's uh where were we at here? Um let's see. Thank you to Ah, oh, here we go. Uh we're on Darian two and seven. Yeah, he says, um you mean the new audience that's never once shown up for Ghostbusters 2016? New Star Wars audience? New Star Trek audience? New Charlie's Angels? The Twitter-like retweet warriors? Joe Rogan Stormtrooper? Over. Darian217, you are right. Those, like, those are prime examples of relevant IPs that the audience didn't show up for. And Kendo's Phantom Audience, that's what we're going to start referring to each week uh, now. The Phantom Audience. The people that were they're going to be sold a movie that are never going to show up because they don't exist that's that's the phantom audience folks but ghostbusters 2016 we were all bigots right we were all sexist assholes but when they made a ghostbusters movie that had kids and women on the team and all this other shit like eh, nobody bitched and people went and saw the movie and now they're making more because it was a hit like fuck yeah. anybody that said this shit years ago well, no oh, they were like, dude no 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 no, no 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 i remember no no i, I, I think i think i think our buddy buddy mr mendelson got mad because uh afterlife made more money than 2016 that he's like he's like oh just you know see if you if you if you you know account for inflation and this that, and the other, it's like dude fuck you yeah, yeah it still wouldn't work because there hasn't been a whole wow okay there has been a lot of inflation since 2016, but overall, in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been long enough for there to be a massive currency inflation for him to be. And it wouldn't even matter anyway, because that fucking movie lost money. Yeah, $70 yeah. But, I mean, I personally take enjoyment and relish seeing narrative-destroying things come down the pipe. I just... Oh, definitely, though. I think it's a win for all of us that Ghostbusters 2016 died. 
The death it did. The very public ugly death. So thank you, Ghostbusters 2016. Have you seen the new contingent of people trying to defend it? Like it's no. Well, well here, here's the here's the thing. They don't need to defend it. What they need to do is go rent it on fucking Prime or buy the Blu-ray or that bullshit. If you put more money into it, maybe they'll think maybe somebody will be like, oh, this isn't that bad either. But no, those fuckers don't have any money. They're not going to put any money into it either. So it doesn't matter. Let's keep retweeting their brains out until they, you know, explode. I don't fucking know. Hey, um, quick detour, since we talked about Top Gun constantly tonight. Have you guys seen that Paramount says it won't censor old content to please modern audiences? I have, and that makes me happy. Well, it's a good sign. I don't don't want the past changed. Last year, it felt like that was going to happen, especially with earlier with gone with the wind dude I, the, the last the, the last two or three years i've been buying a physical media like it's going out of fucking style just so they don't change shit or just have the original version of it so i don't have to like watch the changed shitty version of it on vod i i don't even know but uh you had another request darian 217 so let's see where are the buttons at and we have it right about here. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> if only you could superimpose Jeff Jarrett fucking hitting him with the guitar that knocks him down the stairs, that would be the perfect ever thing. <laughs> I have absolutely playing with it. <laughs> um, let's see. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, Can we get a diversity hire request for a flyby over? Negative ghost rider, the pattern is full. Oh <laughs> uh, SH Rumbles 08 says how Stella got her fanny back. <laughs> I'm glad she, uh, she wouldn't be happy without it. Listen, if you saw that movie Stella Stella had a had one hell of a fanny, I'm just saying. Wait, which side are we talking about? Are we talking about our side of the ocean fanny or their side of the ocean fanny? Our side of the ocean fanny. Oh, okay. I prefer to cause... talk about the other side of the ocean fanny because yeah, it's way okay. No, no, no. That that, that yeah. I understand. That I, that I understand. But we're, we're talking about well, still got her, still got her fanny back. Is a yeah, American movie. That's what I was going with. So yeah. yeah well, what if it's like a, a movie about how Stella, you know, transitioned and then transitioned back, and that's how she got her fanny back. <laughs> That sounds like an Oscar winner waiting to happen. If we make it, does it really? Is it is it really an Oscar winner, Jeff? Look it. Of course, the fucking I, originality is out the fucking window. Anyway, this town's burning apparently, so let's just try to make something really stupid and see if they buy it. <laughs> yeah, let's do. We make it ourselves. How Stella got her fanny back—a story of going there and back and the transitioning—and Dion can play Stella. <laughs> oh, God. oh, it's the okay. first my black ass production. That's right. Yes. That's right. A true challenging role. Yeah, it, 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 he'll he, maybe then he could win an Academy Award like Tyler Perry. Shut up! It wasn't for a movie. I just had a mental image of Dion on the fucking poster. <laughs> Guys, party boob is still happening. Don't worry. But we're gonna. Have to I, take I think I think he's got the talent to pull it off. I really do. You're like a young Sidney Poitier, Dion. Like yeah. your rendition oh, of a raisin in the sun is breathtaking. Uh, 
Thank you very much, though. Struggles 08. TLJ Screwjob, thank you. He says, as someone who's only seen Casino Royale in 2006 or whenever it came out, should I start from Octopussy? No. Uh, or watch the worst or best Bonds? Sorry. And watch the worst to best or from Dr. No in order? Dr. No in order. Because if you start with Octopussy and try to go from worst to best, you're going to burn out real fast. With Octopussy, oh, actually. Yeah, hundred percent. You, you yeah. watch. Why would you? Them. Why would you watch worst, worst to best? Why would the fuck? No. Why would you do that? Doesn't make sense. No. Um, yeah, I would strongly a, suggest Doctor No first. Yeah. You. Yeah. Order of release. Order of release. Yes. But you could skip to 1967's Casino Royale, and I would highly suggest you skip 1983's Never Say Never Again because that is a remake of Thunderball, <laughs> and some people like it more, and those people are wrong. Just putting it out there. Just wanted to say that. Um, John Thomas, thank you very much. He says, I was predicting, not advocating. Um, let me pull it back. Oh, for Gay Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understood what you meant. That seems like the trend, but I don't think anyone would go to pay for it. People would just go, oh, no, thank you. TLJ Screwjob, thank you. Having been back from Disney World, I can say Galaxy's Edge does not seem like it costs a billion or two billion dollars for both parks. The Falcon Ride, you press buttons. You don't like to press buttons for your $5,000 drinks? I, I mean, that's what but Ray did. She was the greatest star pilot ever. <laughs> How are you doing this? I don't know. Uh, the for- are you driving with your eyes closed or are you like using the force? don't worry i know that guy he's a jerk (laughs) (laughs) dude god damn it i'm gonna go watch a movie later now shit i would if i had time i gotta be up at five you have the you will have the the 4k the 4k release of it so you know you can go watch it and the laser disc and the betamax and the dvd (laughs) and the vhs release from 1988 like yeah every fucking one dude i love that movie it's i know jeff (laughs) and the soundtracks oh man (laughs) oh that's what pissed me off about stranger things season four they had a beverly hills cop full cardboard stand-up and i could have bought that a couple years ago on ebay but it was really expensive and I really want it because it's you saw it in the show. It's that full size Axel yep. Foley that just sits there. And I'm like, yeah. God damn it, I should have bought it. Because like <laughs> that's the shit I'm into collecting. Like I want a Beverly Hills cop room. It's just gonna be that same image on a thousand things, but that's what I want. But are you Axel but Foley are you going to are you gonna I have the hear your teeth being close together when you said, God damn it, I should have bought it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I can fucking see. I, I I can see your face when you saw. I'm like, yeah, he's not bullshit with that. That's not a bit. He legitimately thought that. Would you? But but here's the thing. Would you in in, in that room of Beverly's Cup? Would you get a a turtle turtle aquarium a turtle aquarium with with Big Al in it? You'd have to. I don't know. I'm not a Billy Rosewood fanatic, so <laughs> he's just part of the pack. Like we love Billy, but you know we ain't gonna get a bunch of Billy stuff. No, I'm gonna get like a Rambo poster, or maybe a fucking duster. And then, like, one of those <laughs> there knives. You go. That's good enough. And, like, that's good enough. In a half a stick of gum. And that's about half the best I gum. can do you for Billy Rosewood. And then we're good. No, um, no, 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 no shrimp salad sandwiches for you? Ooh. But the cold poached salmon and, salmon and dill sauce sounds tasty for tonight. It I does. Go it does. <laughs> How about a Andrew $7 Clark. Coke? How about that? You know what I could do with $7? <laughs> buy a coke uh, 
Andrew Clark, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, is Wokebusters set before or after 2020 because we decriminalized all personal seized hard drugs in that election? It could make a difference. Uh, yes, Wokebusters takes place in 2022. It takes, technically, it'll take place in whatever year you read it. So it can't take place before 2022 because it's the year it'll get sent out. So that's how that works. But um, yeah. This version of Portland, you won't be surprised that people can get drugs. It's not a surprise, especially when you meet social force and other elements of Portland that I've created for the for the book. And it's fun. Like, I've been sharing some other early, early pages with people. I've developed some extra gross-out uh, art for the Stay Woke Trigley Puff Man because its mouth begins to stretch and it transforms and shit. So be on the lookout for those images eh, in the pipeline. But thank you. TLJ Screwjob, thank you for both of the. Actually, TLJ Screwjob, I'm going to say thank you for all four of these, and I'm going to read those right now. First off, he says, not joking. You get loaned the Falcon by Chewie since Han's dead, and you go through a mock-up of chess table, and then you go to the cockpit and press buttons. You're not selling me a ticket to Disneyland. I'm just letting you know right now, TLJ Screwjob. I'm not going. The boys and I aren't going. Um... Uh, the little girl from Rush Hour, she's not going either. Like, nobody's going. <laughs> the girl don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that that's the last thing I want to. I mean, I'll probably I'll probably end up at Halloween Horror Nights in Universal in a couple of months. But you know, that's as close as I'll get. Me too. Now, TLJ, good job. Thank you again. Even though I said I was going to read these all in order, he says, "Funnier note: When you can get Robert Downey Jr. to play Kirk Lazarus again." Can we? When can we get Robert Downey Jr. playing Kirk Lazarus playing Lincoln Osiris again? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Well, remember, has there's the ability. That, uh, when Jamie Foxx was on Joe Rogan's now. podcast, he was like, "They were gonna do another movie where like one of them was like someone pretending to be Mexican or something." And he was like, and, and then Jamie Foxx was like, "Yeah, Robert, call me." He was like, "Yeah, I don't know if we can do this movie right now, man." And I'm like, "I want, I want to see what that movie was supposed to be." <laughs> Yes. God damn it. The fact that there's another Tropic Thunder out there in the ether. That's the multiverse I want to go visit where Tropic Thunder 2 got made and everyone's a lot cooler. And we're all there's no inflation. We're all well, right. I mean, well, uh, well, it's speaking of a lot cooler and things going to shit. I forgot to mention this. Um, July 5th, uh, CERN is going to turn on the turn the Large Hadron Collider back on. So oh, that may have been the problem. My mom's the whole time. birthday is the end of the world. Well, either Great. it's the end of the world or, or, or it's the beginning of a new timeline. We don't know. You might have a weird Mandela effect thing happening. We don't know. I'm down. I'm just saying. It's it's going to happen. Just be, if, 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 things, if, if, if things switch and you, you, you thought that your things look different and whatever, then, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. None of that's going to happen. Xavier, or, um, he also says, speaking of Tom Cruise and Scientology, the whole 20-minute ride back to our house, my mom wouldn't stop talking about it, not liking it because of Scientology. <laughs> uh, in terms of Top Gun. Uh, hey, fair. I mean, if that's how your mom remembers Tom Cruise, that's how your mom remembers Tom Cruise. Like, he put it out there very publicly, and it's not. It's really not unfair. I, I just, I guess I think Mission Impossible now. God damn it. I'm excited for the next one. Sorry. My my mind wandered. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, or again, he says, can you add snorted or 
not your lines are coming with me to the RoboCoke show. Oh, God. Snorted or not, your lines are coming with me. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I can. Hold on. That's awesome. That'll go on the... Should that go on the back or the... Yeah, it should go on the back in quotes and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should go on the back. You know what we should do is we should create a cocaine-based character. No, 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 we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't, Jeff. No, we shouldn't. No, RoboCoke. That's what we're doing. We just base, like, you know, other things like this. All 80s-themed cocaine-fueled characters. Thank you, TLJ Screwjob. Sorted out here. <laughs> Nick, Kendo, Dion, remind me to do that next week because I'm gonna be busy for the fourth, but I don't want to make I don't want to miss that. Um, cool. TLJ Screwjob, thank you for all of those. Xavier to God, he says Transformers 2007 is my second favorite movie of all time. It's a seven out of ten for me, and I don't care what anyone has to say about it. I love it. Well, Xavier to God, you I heard like a lot too. Yeah, like. Dion, we were freshmen in college when that movie came out on DVD, and I remember like it yep. being an event for people in the dorms to go pick it up. Like I remember going to a couple people's rooms, like, well, I got Transformers <laughs> on DVD, let's watch it. I'm like, okay. I saw it in the theaters that summer. Yeah, man. Like that that was it was exactly what we thought Transformers on the big screen was gonna be. Not like very great in terms of, you know, you know, it, it's it's you know, sig- you know I, I don't want to say significance, but it's not like it was a a, a, a heartfelt, you know, super in-depth movie. It was fucking, it was Transformers, big robots fighting and blowing shit up. And that was fun. It was a fun movie, you know? Yeah. Then it's when it got fucking crazy with Robot Heaven. <laughs> in, in part two. <laughs> yep. Robot testicles. Yep, that, that, was, was, that yep. was fucking wild. Yeah. I'm below the enemy scrotum. I was like, I almost walked out. <laughs> I fell asleep after that part. Oh, two so was so bad, perfect. I haven't seen any of the other ones. Good, because two was so bad, I regret seeing any of the other ones. <laughs> Seriously, dude, Transformers 2 is so bad. 3 is shitty, but somehow better than 2. And then 4, fuck that movie. But dude, it's four, so four, is, 4 is 3 hours long, and it's goddamn terrible, all of it. It's dog shit. Yeah, it's Thank you, Paramount. You know what's not dog shit is the fucking Transformers ride at Universal. Remember when we rode that? That was so much fun, man. That was awesome. I loved it. I'm going to do that soon. Grumpy Old Bastard, thank you very much. I love the screen name. He says, YouTube won't let me send my fanny title. Not sure if it's Big Fat or Greek. That's offensive. So my Big (laughs) Fat Greek fanny wasn't allowed to be played on the show? Well, we'll say it for you. Thanks, Susan. Thanks, Susan. The Suze is watching. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. He said, uh, sized, not seized. All hard drugs for personal use. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, there's personal sized drug usage in Portland, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Andrew Clark of Portland for Wokebusters. Uh, Headcase Laboratory, thank you very much. Uh, welcome back. He says, hey guys, did you hear about how People are getting upset about trans athletes beating women in competition, even though they advocated for them. LOL. I haven't heard anything new. Is there a new, like, public outcry? Has something big happened that I missed? Uh, not really. I saw a thing the other day that this guy that's like 29 years old that identifies as a woman beat some 13 year old girl in a skateboarding competition. Like, I, heard, I heard. I heard about that too. That was weird. It's like. One state specifically, like, ban them, you know, from competing in um, 
in certain sports. So that's kind of a big deal that that went that went down. I well, I've just been busy with stuff with the channel and kind of keeping my head or my nose to the grindstone. Did trading cards this week, working on a page, all kinds of stuff and videos. So folks, thank you for uh, checking out all the new content. Our uh, First Buzz Lightyear video crossed 110,000 views very, very quickly. So thank you. Uh, a lot of people are liking that. And welcome to all the new subscribers. I'm going to have a video out for Saturday and then uh, back again after the holiday. So, folks, make sure you check out WCBS for all your pop culture needs uh, every couple of days. So we have a few more and then we're going to put this baby to bed. Uh, let's see where we were. Thank you, Headcase Laboratory. Dr. Coffin nails. Thank you very much. He says, Moonraker is better than Thunderball and Never Say Never combined. No. <laughs> it's just better than Never Say Never. Again. But never say that again, Dr. Coffin nails, or else we're going to have fighting words. <laughs> All right, not really. I, I respect you as a friend, and thank you for your comic. Um, I still have it, so thumbs up to you, my friend. Um, Andrew Clark has a question. Snowflame versus RoboCoke. Who wins? Snowflame versus RoboCoke. 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 Wins he's a co a, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. yeah. He's a cocaine robot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to design RoboCoke. He'll be. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like Kane needs to be a sidekick. Though. That's fine. He can have like an 80s sidekick, like a fuzzy animal sidekick. No, 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 no. Like uh, Kane from from part two, like RoboCop two, like Kane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. We'll, that we'll, that we'll that giant the giant killer drug fueled brain in a fucking robot. That thing. We'll make it cute though. We'll make it like uh like a kid friendly version of Kang. Like Kang meets a <laughs> the, the all right. That's Scooby Doo or that's some fine. shit like that. How's that? We, we on board? Oh yeah. Folks, yes. We hope you enjoyed our brainstorming session into the mad world of anything i don't even know what the hell went on tonight a lot of fun that's what went on tonight uh, guys is there anything else you want to say before we put this baby to bed free yeah yo all right well it looks like an easy way to end tonight's show so folks thank you for watching go over to shop wcbs get yourself a t-shirt get yourselves a, a beer glass we are getting together after the fourth because things have been busy Kendra had a baby uh, life happens we've been uh, burning the candle at both ends in some cases but we're finally going to get together right after the fourth we're going to have a big wcbs powwow and we're going to know the rest of the year for the channel so we're not going to give you everything up front why would we ruin the fun that's the excitement of coming back each and every week but we're going to have our year planned out we're going to get stuff ready be ready for October. Like we always say, it's more than inventory time at Statler Toyota. WCPS and October, they go hand in hand. And this year, we're going to do it upright, and we're going to start early, as in soon. So, folks, be emailing us. Tell us your ideas, things you'd like to see this October. And message us on Patreon and tell us things you'd like to see, too. Remember, you guys have access to us directly, and we will make stuff that you guys want. All you got to do is join us over there and uh, tell us what you're interested in. Because, uh, you know, we're here for you guys. What up, Ben Parker? Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Andrew Clark says, but Snowflame is a cocaine-powered supervillain. That is true, Andrew Clark, but remember, Snowflame is dead in the comic book, and Robococke is a robot, and he will win because he's a robot, and they already killed the other guy. 
and we're writing the story, so we want RoboCoke to win so we can sell RoboCoke, the animated series, on Fox next season. <laughs> and then we're going to get the fucking cereal, and then we're going to get the color forms and the uh, lunchboxes. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is, is, wait, hold on, hold on. Is, is RoboCoke still just going to be Frosted Flakes? Um, It could be. Um, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. I missed this one. He says, oh, how about in Wokebusters the movie, Dion, Nick, and Kendo morph into a mega Jeff sword and fight this triggly woke man? That'd be what we turn into station? Station! (laughs) Well, what happened? The monster's giant, and we do fight the monster. You gotta read the comic to see how the story goes down. But... There is Portland has their own superhero team called Social Force, and you have to say it with an exclamation point because they're that serious. Imagine if Al Gore from South Park was their PR manager. They're super serial guys, and they're Social Force. So they kind of remind me of something that could, you know, ride a giant Zord and fight a giant monster, but that doesn't happen in the comic. That's just here nor there. But uh, be on the lookout for that because. While Wokebusters is a comedy, it is an action comic, and it's very over-the-top. You're going to see creatures and monsters, of course, but you're going to see action that you haven't seen in a parody comic before. A lot of times, people just stand around, make a joke, whatever. No, no, no. Uh, In comedy, there's, you know, written comedy, and there's physical comedy and visual comedy. And so I like to pack in the visual comedy with Wokebusters. Sight gags, visual gags, weird, crazy, extreme expressions. That's why I made it look more like the Ghostbusters uh, cartoon than try to make it photorealistic or more in the style that I've traditionally drawn in. I'm having way more fun too because you can stretch reality because that's what reality is right now. It's stretch beyond belief with the shit that is normalized these days. And so that's what Wokebusters exists to do, make fun of that crap. So that's why we made the, I made the art look a certain way because you can't just you know stand around and talk about this shit. You got to really experience the craziness. And so that's what we're doing. And yes, Wokebusters does have a giant monster in it, and be on the lookout for that. Uh, go to the comic website right now and check it out. But uh, let's see where we were. We had a few more Super Chats roll in uh, just a second ago. Thank you to everybody who joined us tonight live on WCBS. Uh, where were we at now? Uh, Darian217, thank you very much. Good night, Dion. I'll see you soon. Oh. Sorry, buddy. He paid. Um, TLJ Screwjob, um, we did read your Fuck, Mary Kills, right? Oh, wait. Oh, crap. Okay, we already read the second part. Sorry, TLJ Screwjob. Also, Fuck, Mary Kill edition. She-Ra, April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Scarlet from G.I. Joe? Hmm. Uh, killing, killing She-Ra. Uh... Bang in April and Marion Scarlet. Hey, TLJ Screwjob, do me a favor. Don't send this in as a super chat. Just send in another Fuck, Mary Kill as a basic message. I'm watching the chat right now. Since you sent in the same one twice, I want to give you um, an actual second one. So just pick one right now, and uh, we'll read that as well. Uh, but back to you, Kendo. That <clears throat> Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, uh, I guess Kill... I'm just going to say Kill Shira. Marry April and kill Scarlet because I don't really know who Scarlet is. Yeah, I, I, I took a shot in the dark as well. I didn't know who she was either. Was it this? Never mind. Um, Dion, did you want to uh, weigh in on this one? 
Uh, no, I'll let you guys have that one. <laughs> I'm just going to marry April O'Neil because she's like a normal woman. I mean, she does hang out with the Ninja Turtles, so that's kind of weird, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna... There you go. A, a woman hanging out with with four giant mutant turtles in the, in the sewer. That's entirely yes. normal. Entirely. But normal. if I if I marry her by extension, I'll get to hang out with the Ninja Turtles. That's true. Um, are you sure? What if yeah. she's like weird about it? I'd like to think that uh, that she'd let me hang out with the turtles. All right. Um. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much for the support. Kevin just placed an order for the shirt. Uh, and thank you for the cheers to Wolfbusters. So, um, yeah, where were we at? Uh, looking for TLJ Screwjobs, other fuck, Mary kill wallets. We're all waiting for that to come in, folks. Uh, be on the lookout. I'll be up very early tomorrow. I got to get going. Got to be up 5.30 a.m. my time for this wrestling stream, which will go live at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that'll be over on Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughterhouse channel. Uh, be on the lookout for that. It's a WWF Attitude Era stream. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I get to talk about my favorite match of all time. Believe me, I didn't have to prepare too much because I talk about this match a lot. But it's going to be fun to talk about it again because, well, I love it. But um, <laughs> here we go. Porn stars with big asses. Annika Albright, AJ Applegate, or Mia Malkova. That's our fuck Mary kill to close out tonight's show. I, I don't know who any of them are. I know Mia Malkova, so I'll pick her. And then I'll shoot I know, the I know, I know AJ Applegate. Um yeah, I'll pick I'll pick her, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I got. I feel like we're killing a lot more people than usual, but that's good. <laughs> Population, I, I know, there's no joke there. Um, be excellent to each other, folks. Look, the world's crazy, everything's... Yeah, you know what, the world's a crazy place, but here at World Class Bullshitters, there's some sanity to be found each and every Thursday night. So join us, have some fun with us, have some of that sanity, and uh, we'll see where we are next week with the world. Maybe the world will melt, maybe we'll actually find out that it's hollow, maybe it was flat, maybe the dinosaurs invaded, or maybe we all died ten years ago, and this is a fever dream of Robo Kendo in the year 3535. Who knows? Anything's possible in World Class Bullshitters. But folks... Thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Over. Take a look around me. Taking pages from a magazine. Been looking for the answers ever since we were 17. You know the truth could be a weapon to fight this world of ill intention. A new answer to the same question How many times will you learn the same lesson? I think they got it all wrong And we just gotta hold on And on and on and on Cause we're gonna be legends Gonna get their attention What we're doing here ain't just scary it's about to be legendary Yeah, we're gonna be legends Gonna teach them all a lesson We got this feeling in our souls we carry It's about to be legendary